0: Junkie is on, the three best friends you never knew you had, running through the most viral stories of the day, the news junkie Sean Wasson, with Sean Sabrina Wilson. and Sea
1: The
2: news news junkie for a wednesday november 30th of 2022 lots to get to today from i swear it wasn't me to a mystery object on a florida beach and an amazing 10 year old fights a shark plus your calls dispatches emails texts and more hey there sabrina hello hello c lane hi and hello to you you can join us on the show today as always all you need to do is send us a dispatch you can do that at the newsjunkie.com right through the app it's easy to do we hope to hear your first dispatch today you can also watch the show facebook youtube and twitch.tv slash the news junkie your message is rolling right into the studio in real time how's everybody doing on a wednesday hanging in there Lots going on behind the scenes. Very, very busy times for the show. And we got 10 days before Just OK 7. We want to see you out there. Get those tickets while you can over at thenewsjunkie.com. Very, very easy for you to scoop them up and join us for the big party on Saturday, December 10th. And we thank our sponsors, by the way, uh, for Just OK 7. We got Just Call Mo, obviously, our good friend Mo. Mm He's going to be the uh, presenting sponsor for Just OK 7. We've got people that have been with the show for so long helping us out with this nation's trucks. Amazing folks over there. we got, of course, that mortgage guy, Don. Yes. The coolest man in the mortgage business. (sighs) So great. And we've got uh, a new sponsor on board for Just Okay Seven. It's uh, Three Mavens. That's Brewing, right, they're I believe the, they're the beer. Yeah, they're going to be the uh, big beer sponsor for the event. So uh, it's going to be an absolute blast to be out there. You make sure that you get those tickets now at thenewsjunkie.com.
3: dot I think we have uh cuz i'm i'm told but i i had to i had to double check with this cuz mm-hmm. I, there's I, I, too
2: many emails are thought, so many <laughs> effing emails <laughs> too many
3: emails but, but i i mean they were talking about beer giveaways and i was like yeah. I thought we weren't allowed to give out alcohol. I thought, hey, well, what are you doing, man? You want to delete well, listen, that. I dump just want to make sure. What are you doing? But, no, don't be
2: that guy. We Don't ruin it for us. Let's just do it. And then afterwards, if they want to yell at us, we're fine. giving away beer. <laughs> 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 uh, there's going to be a lot going on. And do we hope to see you out there, as I said, for Just OK 7, just 10 days from now. Fritz on the street coming up later on the show as well. That's going to be fun. Let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers on the pulse. Let's see what's happening in this great, big, wide world of ours. And we go to a bar in, I, I don't know if this is Los Angeles or where it is, packed Packed full of people who are watching the game as Dude. USA won in the World Cup yesterday.
4: Yesterday was a pop in everywhere. It I was big. I'm like, no one works. I know, what
2: are all, y'all doing here? Everybody's taking this
3: week off. I think they're all just cruising right now. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Bless <laughs> you, your souls. Do you remember the week that we uh, we we did like all one week of live shows from from the bar yeah. and whatever were showing the World Cup? That was a time. Running, yeah, uh, there were people that pack the bars for those games and, and when it's in different time zones and stuff, they want, they have to watch that 8 a.m. game. Right.
4: Riddle me this though. Are these people that are that dedicated to football, soccer, that they are showing up that early or are they taking the opportunity to go to the bar at 9 o'clock in the morning because it's open and it's a, everyone it, else is going to watch the sport. It's
2: a good way to hide your alcoholism. If, if the games are that early, you just scoot in. You're like, yeah, I'm a big fan too. There was tons America. of people. Yeah, like, go USA. Everybody's in red, white, and blue at this bar. And uh, they were there on the scene. CBS News had this.
5: What a mullet.
6: Winning by a score of 1-0. And the only prescription now is more cowbell. Uh, uh, I bet that guy was so
4: annoying. He probably was. At that watch party.
2: At this watch party at this bar, which is slam-packed full of people. This guy's in a Team USA jacket, and he's got a cowbell that he's just pounding on. But I guess the whole place is kind of like a
3: ruckus. The the, the uh, decibel level at that bar is probably... Everybody's ears have probably adjusted to a level of noise that the cowbell is kind of a non-sequitur.
2: Yeah, there's so many things going on. Like, if
3: I had a cowbell in here right now and I was, like, hitting it nice and hard, it would annoy the crap out of both of you and sure. me. But I but, think
4: even in a big crowd, if it's just a consistent cowbell, eventually... If you log into ding. it, it's the only thing you're going to hear. That wasn't a vuvuzela. Oh, those were the
2: worst, Despite man. how many
4: there or how little there were that you could hear it a mile away. I
2: don't see any Vuvuzelas in sight here for this report, but this guy's banging on his cowbell. That's how loud it got in there. Audio completely cuts out.
1: Oh, my God, that was so much fun. I had the best time ever. <laughs> it's just
2: chaos, man. Uh, <laughs> Cut away to the reporter. It's it's dead now. <laughs> the, game, yeah. the game is over. It's a ghost town at this place. Everybody has fleed the scene, and he's just out there by himself at this bar where they were showing the World Cup game.
3: Uh, I didn't know this until the other day, but uh, apparently there are people, and my wife is one of them, that are doing like a fantasy league For the World Cup. Wait, your (laughs)
2: wife was secretly in a fantasy league for the World Cup and you didn't
3: know this? I mean, it's not. It wasn't like secretly, like she was trying to keep it from me, but she was like, oh, at my fantasy league at work. And I was like,
2: you're in a fantasy (laughs) league. Who are you? What's going on? (laughs) Is she, it big money or uh, you can't I, talk about it? I don't it.
3: know if they put money on it or not, but I think it's just a bunch of people that kind of picked a handful of players, you know, like you would for an NFL season or yeah, something. I
2: mean, you're talking to me here. So, yeah, uh, but I'm sports, <laughs> baby. Can you explain it like I'm five?
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, when a mom and daddy pick who you think would make the best one team. Of the players? Of all the players. Not
2: the teams. You're not betting on the teams. No, no, you're betting on the
3: players. All right, I see, I see. Did you just today learn how fantasy sports Uh, works?
2: I've not been invited to many leagues. Yeah,
4: but then I could understand with the World Cup that you just pick a team.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what everybody's doing, watching this stuff at least. But uh, after all that consternation, all the stuff with Iran... Iran? No, no, no. Don't oh, say Iran. Whoa, Iran. 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 That reporter's going to call up and just start screaming at me here. But the U.S. won in this match, and that means they advance to the next round. And who knows? This goes on for a while, it seems. There's a lot of a lot of uh, action out there in the World Cup world. If you're into it, you're having fun. If not, you're like, okay, don't care about this. But maybe you care about this because somebody put down a big bet. Now, Was I that thought- old dude? Uh, no, no, not that. What, what was that, Mattress Mac? No, not Mattress Mac this time. This one did pay off, and let me see if I could bring this up here because I thought the amount that was bet was really strange, but it's real. It's an actual bet that somebody put down for this game, and they said, uh, all right, here's the here's the actual bet. Same game parlay. That means you need a bunch of stuff to happen, and they bet that the score was going to be 0-1, to that USA was going to win, that USA would be winning at halftime, and that Christian Pulisic, uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, whatever his name is, that he was going to be the first to score a goal. They bet $911.79. Never forget. That is a weird number to bet, isn't it? $911.79 was the total wager. Inflation. And they won $174,000 on this, which is pretty wild. I mean, that's just one bet from this person uh they love to show you this you know who really loves to show you this the sports books yeah they want to show you this because they're not going to show you you
3: can get rich too yeah it's
2: like when they show you the lottery winner on television you don't see the lottery losers too big to fit in any sort of scene they want to show you like look there's a chance that you two could do this with just 911 dollars 79 for some reason yeah, but he won $174,000 in this insane bet on the World Cup. Uh, and I wanted to talk about this for a second because I thought this was so strange to see. Obviously, Kanye West has been in the middle of just a firestorm in the media doing all kinds of insane stuff. Mr. West. But he's also going through a divorce. Yeah, yes. We know that, too. And him and Kim Kardashian are, are divorcing. And it looks like they're reaching a settlement in that.
4: Oh, been reached. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah,
2: they, they've come to a, a conclusion that they've, they've sorted things out. They've got this settlement in place. And now they said starting uh, next month there was supposed to be a trial. But they're going to set this up so they're splitting custody, joint custody Uh of their kids, right? How many do they have? One, two, or something? Four. They have four kids together?
4: Yeah. My Northwest, God. Southwest. Oh, yeah, East that's right. West, <laughs> they got Chicago.
2: They have, so all these children they have together, Kanye West has been ordered to pay $200,000 a month in child support.
4: Can I say I thought maybe that would be low for that family? Really? Yeah.
2: God almighty, man. $200,000 a month? You imagine every month that goes by you're like, oh, man, let me send this money off. Here goes 200 grand. When you've got people who are both, well, I guess he's not a billionaire anymore. Is she a billionaire? Is Kim Kardashian a billionaire?
4: Um, I, I don't know. I was. know her little sister, Kylie Jenner, was named billionaire but i don't know if she hit that status i mean
2: it's just impressive they made a lot of money obviously i think when you get two people that rich in court there should be nobody should have to pay money to the other person they're both incredibly rich both their kids They're loaded up they're incredibly rich if they're sharing custody and they're both rich why is money going back and forth between these two people they should make kanye west pay to some poor family every month Every month, some random poor, some random poor Jewish family gets a $200,000 deposit from Kanye West's account. That to me would be a whole lot more fair. That would be a better way to do this, but that's a lot, man. Uh, that's a lot of money every single month. The two have four children between three and nine years old. The expenses are for stuff like this. The kids have to have private security, which what a weird life that must be for those kids. They have a private school that they go to, uh, college is included in this, all of this stuff. They will all also each pay their own debts, the settlement said. They had a prenuptial agreement and kept their property largely separate throughout their uh, marriage, I guess. So there they go. They sort that whole thing out and uh, more drama in that world, which probably will keep delivering
3: on. It would be hilarious. If we found out that Mr. We Want Prenup, We Want Prenup, yeah, <laughs> didn't did have not a have a prenup agreement. I bet it was her prenup. I bet oh, she, yeah. She
2: was the one who was like, hey. I need you to sign this, buddy. You know he, they're, they're yeah, both rich she, as hell. She
3: probably he probably wanted to you know get in on half of uh, the marital assets with that, and she just printed out the lyrics to Gold Digger and said, "Here you go."
2: Imagine you're so rich. She probably won't even notice the two hundred thousand dollar a month deposit going into their account. She's like, uh, did this even change anything? I got so big of a number in my accounts right now. I don't even notice this going through. We're going to hear from you. You can join us on the show today. All you have to do is send us a dispatch through the website or the app. Find that at thenewsjunkie.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what you can expect for Just OK 7. Also, this amazing 10-year-old girl who fought off a shark. It's the craziest story. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. <laughs>
0: Documenting and contributing to the decline in American culture. This is the News Jump.
1: Here is my ranking
2: of you. I've been listening to this show. On any of the fine radio stations where it airs, love you. You're number one. Number one top tier. You are number one on the list. If you are listening on one of the radio stations, whether it be Real Radio in Orlando, uh, Real Radio 104.1, Real Radio 92.1, Real Radio 1017, whether you're listening to us on The Freak in Dallas or in Rochester or anywhere else, uh, you're number one. All right? Number one in my hearts And uh, in my heart. I only have one. Uh, and number two would be the people who, who listen live on the stream, our iHeartRadio friends. We appreciate them as well. I put them at number two on the list. Podcasters, number three. Uh, at the bottom of the list, I want to put like four or five more people before I get to the people who watch us live. When you watch us live, you're the lowest tier. You're whoa,
1: like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, come on.
2: You're the lowest tier. Where is tier. this coming from? It's coming from this because they're giving me a complex because I keep looking over at chat in the middle of the show, and they're diagnosing me with diabetes, and they they have all of these pieces of evidence that Sean has diabetes. They say Sean blinks a lot. Blinking excessively is a sign of diabetes, sean does this sean had a, uh she was was thirsty yesterday couldn't stop drinking everything i do they say it's some sort of symptom of diabetes and now i'm 95 sure i have diabetes okay so you're at the bottom of the list okay for that it's uh, it's really weighing on me and uh, th- no no you can't let it get no. to you sean how can it not get to me now i think i have diabetes
1: end quote uh, i don't
3: want diabetes they're, they're trying to diagnose me too what are they saying yeah, about you randall said seaplane uh, <laughs> may have diabetes with all that Sugary sweet soda going down the pipes.
2: Oh, you yeah, see, this is what they do. That's why you're bottom tier. You can climb back up. But, uh, you can get back
3: up there. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure this will cause other problems, but I drink diet sodas.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Sugar
3: free. Uh,
4: that just gives you cancer.
2: Uh, do they still have the cancer stuff in the soda? <laughs> I hope not, man. Everything has, uh, has cancer. Yeah, stuff yeah, everybody, everybody's going to get a little cancer at some point in time. Uh, I saw that show Wednesday on Netflix is exploding right mm-hmm. now, man. It is everywhere. Uh, it is good. It's definitely very, very cool, and uh, it's hitting something right right now because they said as of this week, Wednesday, the new show on Netflix, and it's um Wednesday Addams from like the Addams Family. Yeah, the Supernatural series drew a whopping three hundred and forty-one million hours viewed in its Damn. first week. That brings it to number one on Netflix, and it now holds the record for the most hours viewed in a week for any English language TV series on Netflix.
4: Didn't someone just break that? Uh, Wasn't it The Watcher or something? Or... The
2: Watcher was doing really well. I
4: remember that specific title was like English speaking TV show. Stranger
2: Things 4. Maybe did, that was they, it. they went up to number one English speaking. Of course, all this is because Squid Game is number one, because that just exploded out of nowhere. And uh, now this is one of the more popular ones that's been on there. And it's uh, crazy to see how fast that has caught on. And probably because it's a character people already know and they're interested in. And then, you know, next thing you know, everybody's clicking over and seeing that on Netflix. A uh, big hit with that show right now. Love this little girl. Uh Weird way for me to segue yeah, in. Yeah, definitely <laughs> save that one too. Let me stop here. <laughs> this little girl is amazing. Okay. She is absolutely Amazing. She is uh, uh, with her friends down in West Palm Beach, and we got to salute her, this uh, South Florida native, because she is tougher than most of you. That is true. No doubt about it. She fought a damn shark. All right. That in and of itself is very, very impressive. And she's like kind of boisterous about it, which I dig. Like she's she's not scared
3: or anything. She's kind of excited that she fought a shark. Would you not be excited that you fought a shark? I would probably be yeah. pretty excited.
4: Yeah, it's either you're excited about it or the shark won. Yeah, if the shark wins, there's no
2: celebrating. But she is celebrating. She was off of Hope Sound, and when she was out there, they said uh, she's just ten years old, and there's a shark out there in the water, and she sees it and coming. For that closer. reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, me too. And they they said she sees it coming closer and closer and closer, and then the shark attacks her. And they interviewed her in the hospital, and she's like, "I fought a shark and I won." And like this girl, that's great. Uh, she's she's enjoying the girl experience power. as bad as it was. Let's see here. Here's this report. I think it's WPTV.
5: Make no mistake, I'm fine. Kendall <laughs> Jasmine Carney is one brave, cool kid. I fought a shark and won. You heard that right, Perfect. <laughs> Just 48 hours ago, a shark coming right at Jasmine at Hope Sound Beach. What did you see? What did you hear? Something grabbed me. I'm like, don't you touch me.
2: It looked pretty. Good. Oh gosh. <laughs> Cool girl for sure. <laughs> I think she's pretty cool. I mean, I like how. No, don't they, you
4: touch me. <laughs> headlines, shark, absolutely. There's that, a shark
2: attacking her, and she says, "Don't you touch me." <laughs>
4: and I feel like, yeah, go ahead. No, it's great.
2: Why <laughs> were well, you against this girl too? i you, you hate little kids. Okay, I'm coming you're to the bang, conclusion really? that you
4: don't like little kids. Uh, that is a terrible conclusion, and I reject it. I don't hate little kids. There are little kids. That I hate mm-hmm. this girl. I do not hate. I think that she's awesome. I'm glad that she fought a shark. But I think that within the first three clips that we heard, I can determine her personality at home.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. So you think she might be? She's annoying. <laughs> she might be a little annoying. And so, was she deserving of a shark attack? Then? Absolutely. not. <laughs> she said, what, "What? Don't touch me!" Is what she said to the shark. Hang
5: on. Don't you yeah, touch I me. me show, I'm like, don't you touch me. Don't it you looks touch me. Big. And it was really It hurt. So I'm like, kick it, run away.
3: <laughs> oh my God.
4: I mean, Exhibit A.
3: <laughs>
5: what was that? Uh,
3: kind of leaning towards Sabrina's side.
4: What? <laughs> you guys hate the Shark Girl? Okay, it's not hate. It is acknowledging that we will not want a baby. What was that little song she just did? Who do you
3: hate more, the Shark Girl or the Eagle Scout? Oh, she hated the Eagle Scout. Oh. <laughs> the Eagle Scout was not the,
4: per- the one I hate the most. Is Yodel Kid from Walmart? Uh,
3: yeah, one thousand percent.
4: This is building
2: a case here. You also didn't like the Corn Kid. The Corn Kid was no. Fantastic. Corn Kid was
4: fine. I was just like,
3: okay, wait. Get it, get
2: corn, my corn Corn kid was like at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and stuff. Of course stuff. he was. He was milking this as much as he was could.
3: Was he on a big corn? He float? was. Oh yes. gosh!
2: It was like people dressed up as corn cobs next to him and stuff. That song was so weird. She Run did.
7: Away. She's just cool. I was amazed.
4: She. Came Not everybody agrees screaming, Dan and Nana, something bit me, something bit me. I thought the Grandma grandma was about to do the same song. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Grandma is chill. She's just leaning back. They got like a flower arrangement. Grandma smokes weed first. Oh, (laughs) she looks like a stoner grandma if I've ever seen one in my life. Like, she looks like she might tell you stories about her coven. Now, you and, said
4: this was in West Palm, right?
2: Yeah, This well, this was in uh, Hope Sound, but, you know, South Florida, West Palm Beach area. Uh, that's I where just realized
4: everything that we're saying is you know, <laughs> a little more likely to get back to oh. them versus someone in California. Little, you know? girl,
2: little girl, I want to apologize for what you're hearing on the show. <laughs> Say Jasmine Carney. There we go. Jasmine, I'm sorry that they're being mean to you. I think you're a real badass, and I like you. Yeah. And I'm with you. I like it. I'm down with See, all like, of I
4: it. I think it was like four clips in total. I'm I'm really serving them
2: up just in this one segment alone. You're right. Uh, Back to mom here. Grandma.
5: Jasmine flying by Chopper to Palm Beach Children's Hospital at St. Mary's. Oh, she does another song.
1: Coming
2: over.
5: Stunning. Her surgeon.
2: Well, she was very positive from the get go.
5: Why? A A little girl.
2: She said, why? Shark, Why? Uh, she's got a tablet and a phone. Little bit of. And is of that a shark storage. stuffed animal? Some I can't tell. Really what going it is.
4: with a
1: the
2: theme. Yeah, there's some sort of stuffed animal on her lap here. It's so
5: collected, even with a badly beat up foot.
3: There is a piece missing. It's about this big. Ooh. Luckily for her, like a tomato. The only location that she was beaten.
5: We asked young Jasmine how she's managing. Jasmine, I got to tell you. Jasmine, get ya, off your phone. Yeah, you You're in a news You could
3: get off your phone for the interview, Jasmine. it's not to ask anyone. Sean, Sean probably, loves you. They probably told her to play on her phone just for for the the footage that they can talk over, uh-huh. that's what like, kids like, do. B roll.
2: Well, she's sitting here. She's on her phone during the interview. To
5: keep calm all this time. I'm this sad. is kind of my favorite one. Busting out her camera roll to answer that she'd like everyone to meet her six year old brother Jackson. Aww. Aww.
1: all right,
4: point.
5: So I might as well stay calm because I know he might want he wouldn't want me to be scared because he's the best little brother in the world. Oh. Better add another attribute. That's one sweet sibling, brave and Okay, cool kid. stop.
3: <laughs> what we need to we need to do something with your hair, Jasmine.
5: What? You got attacked by a shark,
4: man. Okay, I'm not with that. Yeah, I she- mean where, where would you what you'd like?
3: She looks like a little kid. She's a 10-year-old girl. She needs she, like a, give her one of those princess makeovers. She's not
2: in the middle of a makeover show. She's uh, she's not at the beginning either, so don't say that. <laughs> she's, she just got t- attacked by a shark and got rushed to the hospital. And you guys are hating on okay, her.
4: Okay, I'm not with that statement. I'm, I mean, her hair's fine. She's like a 10-year-old.
2: Yeah, she's a little a 10-year-old girl who loves her brother and loves that little song. <laughs> <laughs> loves that jam as well. Uh, Alright, we're going to hear from you. We want to get to your dispatches. That's how you join us on the show. Do it through the News Junkie app. You can search in the app store for The News Junkie. Lots of you chiming in today as always. And if you've never, ever, ever sent us a dispatch, maybe today is the first day for you. Uh, let's see what we got here. Here is uh, the Big Show chiming in. He's talking about the World Cup game with Team USA winning one nothing. News Junkies, what's going on? Your man Big Show here. Hey. I
0: heard, and I can't find a story for some reason, but I am also working right now, Um that an Iran man was shot out. and
6: killed because he was happy that Iran lost. Iran. And one of the police officers or somebody just shot him right in the head. Really? I don't know if you guys can confirm that. And, of course, obviously it's disgusting. That um, you know, uh,
2: country would do that, but um, you know, it's. It, I guess that's just that
6: country. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's kind of crazy, just for rooting against the team. I didn't see anything can about that. You imagine that. that? Wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop, big show out. Thank
2: you, big show. Yeah, I didn't see any stories about that. I know uh, there is a lot of stuff going on in Iran, so it could be possible. But uh, I'll try to take a look and see what I could find. Uh, let's. What there's a lot of people who. Are uh, uh, upset about C-Lane's comment about this ten-year-old's uh, hair. Steve, that was too far. Steve says she's ten, not an influencer that has to have hair and nails done in a hospital bed. C-Lane. how dare you? I stand by her, Jasmine. You, you're you're a tough girl. You fought off the shark. You did your thing. I think you're brave, and I think you should be proud of yourself more than anything. She
3: is proud of herself. She Very is, proud of herself. <laughs> she is, actually. Very proud of herself. I don't think and you need to tell her to be proud of herself. A, a
2: lot of people went on a roller coaster through that story, <sighs> and they ended up on, oh, all right, she brought me back around with the little brother stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, she loves her little brother a lot. We uh, We want to hear from you. Send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com right now. When we return, there is uh, a mother who posted something on one of these uh, mom Facebook groups that lit people on fire in the comments and it's one of those things where you go oh okay this is this is how things are going out there you got to hear the bizarre reason that people got mad about this and we want to hear from you too we're going to talk more about what's coming up on uh, just just okay seven getting geared up for fritz on the street a little bit later on in the show a big wednesday show for you it's all coming up next on the news junkie <laughs>
0: Three best friends diving into the deep end of internet culture. This is the News Junkie. No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for
1: greatness.
2: Tips at thenewsjunkie.com and an anonymous email rolling in. And I'm just going to read this as is. It says, please keep me anonymous. Uh, And then it says, Dear Mr. Snob Wasson, all right, uh, I am troubled that you were unable to have C Lane represent me for Fritz on the street last time I emailed. Hmm. He is wearing such a nice shirt today, and today is your last chance to use your authority to force C Lane to represent me. So he's doubling down on this effort to uh, both compliment you Mm -hmm. and also try to force me somehow to do something that I have no control over and get you to represent him at Fritz on the streets. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work, but he continues uh, or Anonymous continues. If you're unable to fill this obligation, I will have no other choice than to flood the streets with counterfeit 8-bit magnets. I know you are the best radio host to have ever existed. Oh, he's buttering me up here. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll make the right choice. Attached is the first counterfeit magnet to hit the streets. Make the right choice. Don't let more appear. It sounds
4: threatening. He
2: sends a photo. He actually made counterfeit magnets that are Fritz on the street. Eight bit magnets. And uh, um, I mean, I don't know how close does that look? Are here? you
3: sure that's not just a real eight bit magnet? No,
2: I
4: think it's just that close. Okay, not good. Not <laughs> uh,
2: good. I think it's just that close to this one. The numbers look different. And uh, some things look a little bit uh, different on that version of it. I guess, yeah. But yeah, these got counterfeit magnets, I guess, that are uh, leaking out into the wild. Sealand, uh, are you going to choose this person or do you not respond to terrorists? What What are your
3: takes on it? Here's this? the thing. Um, because. I don't know who it is. They've asked to be kept anonymous. Yeah. It's really difficult to represent them. That's Plus, I, true. I've already picked somebody. So. Oh, yeah. sorry about that, Anonymous. Uh, no
2: such luck. We'll, we will play Fritz on the show. Try again uh, one
3: more week, Anonymous. <laughs> one more week. You know, you're, you're really putting in the effort. It's going to be a stack. Counterfeit magnet.
2: The next one's going to be a stack of magnets, like them just handing them out all over the place, which, hey, thanks for the promotion. You know, that's, uh, that's something out there. Uh, I saw Way this. Where's the show Wednesday? I saw, I saw this uh, out there today, and I was like, man, it's so interesting in other countries, even more so than the U.S., how far they go to try to get people to stop smoking cigarettes. And uh, in Australia, they go pretty far. It's like uh, in the U.K. where the pa- every package of cigarettes, you can't have branding on it. It just has like a god-awful photo of like lungs. or Fetus. Yeah, like a, like a dead baby or something. I mean, it's bad.
4: It's, it's terrible. A, I mean, it, it is, but it really isn't as shocking as you'd think, once you have this pack of cigarettes in your hands.
2: You get you get know, used to it, I guess.
4: If, like, I feel like I got more shocked with the promotion of it when they finally said, we're going to do it. We have to do it. Sorry, smokers. But once you get in your hands, like, I you know I bought a pack of cigarettes in El Salvador years ago, and it had all the terrible images, uh-huh. and I'm just like... Yeah,
2: okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like a little thing. Like, our, Sorry, baby. Our cigarettes in the United States, they have, like, a little insert in the pack that has one of those gruesome photos. In these places, it's actually the whole pack. Like, when you go into the store, you're like, I'll take the dead fetus one and uh, one of the black lungs. I'll
3: take black lung lights. (laughs) Yeah,
2: please give me those over there. There's no coloring, no branding, no nothing on them. And in Australia, they're like, no. Wait, wait, how do
3: you, I mean, aside from the joking take the black lung pack, how do you pick which ones you want?
2: There's if- like a little label that is like a sticker, I think, or or it's on the top of the pack sometimes, so they can just look and grab it and hand you your, your damn dead fetus uh, I smokes. miss the
3: days where the cigarette packs had like really cool-looking celebrities yeah. hanging out with normal everyday smokers. Right. And the camel. You know? The yeah, cam- Joe
2: camel was really cool. Marlboro Man, all those folks.
4: And, I was talking uh, not to not someone. Anymore. like uh, Marlboro used to go around to all the bars, and just make it rain gifts and uh-huh. cigarettes for you. I remember I went to, um, I think it was like Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, and American Spirit had an entire tent, and I left that festival with 40 packs of cigarettes.
3: <laughs> they don't do it anymore. They're, I used to do them when they would give out the lighters, the Zippos. Yeah. Like, uh, but I also heard, and I don't know if this was like an urban myth or if there was any like truth to this, that part of what they did, because they had to scan your license to make sure you were of smoking age, Uh was like, report you to the insurance company. Oh, really?
2: They said, or Tammy said over on YouTube, Tammy says, when you think about it, what, oh, I'm sorry, Alicia is the one I was trying to read. Alicia on YouTube says, that's how the cigarette packages are in Germany and France. They got pictures of people hooked up to oxygen and stuff. Well, the thing in Australia that I'm telling you about here, is even further along tombstones it's it's real close man now they want to put messages on every individual cigarette like on the side of the cigarette that's
4: good to smoke like
2: as you're smoking it it says smoking kills you and then you know if you smoke a little bit then you just it says smoking kills Smoke. then it just says smoking for a while you can smoke. but they want messages on the sides of the cigarettes like As you smoke, it will burn down this message, and they're going so far to try to get people to stop smoking. They want the overall national daily smoking prevalence to be less than 10% in just a couple of years and less than 5% by 2030. So more and more of these uh, things they're trying to do. They want to print health disclaimers on individual cigarettes, and they want to change the color to something more unappealing than it already is. And just like well, wait,
3: what would be an unappealing? I mean, like a poop brown uh, are, are color. These, are, the, are the people who uh, do these little they, they put in these rules, or they try to make these these steps? to Stop people from smoking. Were they ever smokers? I don't know. What's the unappealing color? No, I, you're not. You're you not. said poop brown, but like there are clove cigarettes, there cigars. are blunts. Cigars are all brown,
2: and it's not like you uh wear your cigarettes as a fashion statement or something, they're hidden away. People put them in their pocket or whatever and just take them out to smoke. Some of this stuff uh, is bound to work, they're just dead set on weeding out all the rest of the smokers out there. And they'll do it under the guise of all sorts of things, like the menthol bans and stuff. Yeah. They just want to get rid of all smokers. And tell you what. It was, it was, you know, just be honest about
3: it. A couple of weeks ago, uh, when I was in New York, I think that was, like, the least amount of smoking that mm-hmm. I'd seen in public. Yeah. I think due in part to the amount of places you can't do it. Right, and even in front of places. Like, yeah.
2: if you're, like, in front of a store or something, a lot of times you can't like,
3: do it. Like, I saw the guy that ran the Chinese restaurant that was, like, next to where we were having a drink, and and uh, it was, like, the takeout, and he just came out and lit a cigarette, and I was like, that's weird. That's something that I haven't seen <laughs> you know a lot
2: weird? of. What's and, weird is now, if some guy walked by with a joint, you would go, okay, that seems normal, and the right. person with a cigarette, you're like, whoa! And then
3: the other part of that is I'm pretty sure uh, that uh, if you try to buy a pack of cigarettes in New York, it's like $18. Yeah, it's very, very something expensive. Something
2: crazy. So they keep pushing and pushing and pushing that. Uh, there is somebody who was uh, from the Martin County, Florida, school board who posted on a Facebook group called Stuart Moms. Stuart. Stuart is a city in Florida, and these Stuart Moms, man, some of these mom Facebook groups, you got to watch out. They, there's 20,000 people in this Stuart Moms Facebook group. And here's the post that sent them sideways. This woman, she's Martin County School Board member Christa, Christia Lee Roberts. Uh, she said, The intent at the Martin County School District is for high-quality instruction. If your child's class watched a movie for entertainment this week, please comment with the following. School, grade level, regular teacher, or substitute. Teacher's name is not necessary. And so... All of the parents were like, who cares? I don't care if a teacher ran uh, a movie during Thanksgiving week. I don't care if they did this. I don't care if they did that. All of these people started to pile on this lady. And then she's like, I'm sorry, please. I'm begging for forgiveness. Okay.
3: So, I, I mean, I think there comes a point where, and you've been talking about this, how if you get a TikTok uh, that goes, you know, that gets some traction mm-hmm. get some views and there's a certain point at which you won't read the comments anymore. What's that point? Uh, anytime it gets over like 10,000, I would, would just run <laughs> away. <laughs> and you, and,
4: God, that's even 5,000 comments.
3: And uh, so you're like, No, I mean 10,000 views. Oh. I, I go by views. When something
2: gets like 10,000 views, I'm like, whoopsie, you know, you, you, you,
3: you go, uh, now uh, enough, uh, there's enough of the chunk of TikTok users who have seen this that there's going to be some crazy in there. Yeah, of course. I think a mom blog or a mom Facebook group with 20,000 members of uh, just trying to be in there and tell people how to mom oh, yeah. and thinking that they're the best mom and that that uh, all these other moms are being terrible moms. When you got that many people in such a specific group Bob, It's like a wasp bye. nest, yeah, man. See you later. No. <laughs> no,
2: don't even comment over there. Just comment the most milquetoast stuff.
3: I mean, but, even, even even like my neighborhood Facebook group has a side Facebook group that's like the unfiltered one. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why do you need that for your neighborhood Facebook so group? So we can curse.
2: That's where the good stuff happens, by the way. Uh, as moms, the last couple of days of school before break, would it bother you if your kids were watching a movie in class? And I agree. It's like, who cares? I mean, there's there's always a handful of days. We've all, we had this. All of us grew up and went to school. And there, you had those days where the teacher would go, all right, everybody, and just roll in the TV on the cart. I don't know how they do it now. Uh, maybe there's, there's newfangled technology or something. But Smart TVs? Yeah, they used to have like the big, giant TV they rolled in on the big, gray cart. And to mm-hmm. plug
4: it in, VCR. Yep, yeah. Put and it didn't matter if it was a classroom of 10 or 60 people. You all had to just watch that tiny little screen. Yeah, everybody yeah. had to
2: stare at the thing. Watch
3: Voyage of the Mimi.
2: Well, There would be... We, we watched uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy a lot. It would be all kinds of stuff like that that they would put on in the in the class. And the idea that you're like, nope, every day must be for learning. Okay. If you have a teacher that's like Mon- Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we watch movies in class. All right. Okay. I see. I'm in. What if it's just Mondays? <laughs> you know,
3: movie Monday. You watch a little bit of Varsity Blues each Monday. (laughs) If you have that situation, all right,
2: I get it. I get it. Maybe they should be learning instead of doing this. But if you have those few days a week, you know what the teacher's doing in most cases? The teacher's sitting there grading papers and stuff and getting some work done. She's supposed to
3: be doing that at home.
2: Yeah, that's what they think. They're like, no, 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 no. Every day you must do this. I was like, none of the kids cared about that. Nobody's upset about this other than you, and you're trying to like find out, you know, how many schools were doing this so you could do something about it. But she got such pushback that she freaked out and she was like, "I'm so sorry. I beg for forgiveness." And the
4: thing is, never again.
3: It it could have just been uh, a fun question with no ill intent. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, it's a uh, week before Thanksgiving. How many of our kids watch movies? Eh, pretty uh, pretty throwaway week. Huh? Now mm-hmm.
4: teachers have to be like, we're going to watch a movie, but you cannot tell your parents right.
3: at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, and thankfully, none of the other people like ratted anybody out. It was just a dog pile on the person who was complaining about to all think of that this. Somebody
3: would have to beg for forgiveness. In a mom group. Yeah.
2: It happens, though. Yeah, there's a lot of that out there, I guess. So looking at these dispatches, and apparently I can um, pick something up, picking up some vibes from the dispatches that are coming in from the News Junkie app right now. Shark Girl, uh, people were not a huge fan. Um, they were not a big fan of Shark Girl. I,
3: I stand by her. I saw a gr- there was a great point made in the texting service. And this person said, I'm still laughing slash crying about Jasmine's interview. She sounds like my daughter. Mm-hmm. Run, da, na, 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 na. Sabrina, I totally get what you're saying. I love my girls, but that age is so annoying. Cry face, laugh, cry face, laugh, okay. cry Okay. Right
2: around 10 yeah. years old. I'm not a
7: monster. <laughs> a lot of people
2: are I'm jumping on board with this. Let's see what they're saying. Here is the drunken mailman chiming in about the uh, shark girl.
6: Hey, junkies. Happy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hey, this little girl, man. Sunday. I mean, oh I mean, come on. I hate the way
7: the news play up kids as big heroes. Did she really fight off a shark? No. It probably came up just a little nibble nibble. And she probably just kicked it and Larry swam neighbor, away. Neighbor. I mean, come on. She did not fight off a shark. This girl is sassy as hell, and Good. I bet she is just a pain in the ass at home. Why? Hey, but pick me up for her first time on the street, man. We <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, okay. I mean,
4: as someone who in the past has wanted to fight kids uh-huh. who are, you know, smart at two years old and can do the entire symphony yes, 12. Right. As they uh, call
2: Whenever it. Whenever they say somebody's like a Wonderkind or they're like this, this little, this miniature genius, I do tend to want to punch them. Yes. Right. Uh, but I, I also no.
4: action superstars just fine. Yeah, if somebody fights a shark. Really fight the shark?
3: She she's ten years old. She, she got into a battle with a shark. She had to be airlifted. That's true. So I mean, that's enough of a. a it's not just a little nibble, nibble. I mean, it wasn't just like a little like a. There was scrape a the guy with the made shark.
2: with his hands like the size of a potato. He said, "There's a chunk this big missing out of this girl's foot." And she's still. Yeah, but it was like one of spirits. the smaller potatoes. Like a <laughs> fingerling. potato size. Here's Chaos, also not a fan of Shark Girl, I guess. What's up,
6: News Junkies? Hey. Happy Wednesday. I'm going to be that guy. I'm <laughs> not impressed by this little girl and the shark. Um, she says she won, but I don't see the shark's head True. in her hands. No, she didn't get she him. She didn't win. The shark just ran away.
7: That's not winning.
4: I think the shark, the shark won, game. actually.
7: No. Shark got a
2: piece it. of her. It's not going to say it. She didn't win. The shark went out. Not a win. She's okay. 10, everybody. Say one more Riggle time. Thank you. Appreciate that chaos. My God. Jason on YouTube says, are we really about to bully this 10-year-old kid on live radio? I'm backing her up. I'm fighting for Jasmine over here. I think she's great. I think she's adorable. And, you know, there is a weird age when you're 10, but people are like 10-year-old girls are annoying. 10-year-old kids can be like that. They're just packed oh, full of
3: energy. I responded to that text and said, guarantee I was that annoying and or more at 10 years old.
2: Absolutely. At 10 years old, you're just kind of figuring out how to be a human being and like doing all kinds of stuff to try to get attention and whatnot, and I'm sure that's what she was doing. But we'll hear from more of you as we roll on today. we got lots of dispatches coming in. And when we come back, oof, a story out of Hawaii that we have to talk about that is frightening to me. That is coming up next on the News Junkie.
1: Really?
0: If you ever need to talk, he'll pretend to listen. You're listening to The News Junkie.
7: Oh,
2: this is exciting. We're now just 10 days away from the big event, Just OK 7. And it's going to be a hell of a party, number one. Uh, it's all stressful. It's always so stressful when you have to plan a big event like this point in time. And you got all these emails on emails and text messages. Everywhere you look, there's a new question. It's, that's been happening for sure behind the scenes. But I'm confident that you are going to make it worthwhile. So if you'd uh, like to be out there and party with us on Saturday, December 10th for Just OK 7, uh, go do it. Get your tickets right now. Go to the thenewsjunkie.com. Follow the link, and you'll pick your tickets up. If you don't know what it is, if you're new to the show or you've just never been to uh, the event, this is the 7th annual Just OK And we do this big concert. There's all kinds of performers that roam around. There's anything for people on stilts to fire eaters and all that kind of stuff. And each year, it's a different experience. It's a real fun time. And we always have great performances for you. Uh, We've got Savvy's Little Helpers that are going to be playing this year. That's Sabrina's band with Fritz, actually. And they're doing a huge set that is going to blow you away. People went nuts for that last Mm -hmm. time. And also, we've got uh, Juvenile, who will be performing. You know him from a whole bunch of hits.
4: Oh, I like it like that.
2: He's great. He's going to put on an awesome performance. It's going to be just a big, good time. Uh, if, you're, if you're like, ah, I don't want to go to that. I don't, I don't even drink. It's just a party. You, mm. you deserve it, man. It's been a rough year for a lot of people.
4: Yeah, don't have to drink. It's a, just a great time to get loose, plus really cool people to meet and see. And if you've never even heard of the show, because in the past, there have been people... Who have n- had no idea what the news junkie was? That go to the event, and they're like, "Okay,
1: where
2: in <laughs> what's this happening here?" This <laughs> makes sense. Wait, you
4: guys do politics and sports?
2: Yeah, I, I've got to tell you, it is really cool to see everybody when we do an event like this, and you see people connecting. It's like,
3: "Oh, you're the dispatcher," and you're right, the... right. <laughs> That's why the name tags help out so much, right?
2: Yeah, so they know, you know, and you, you, uh, you'll meet people that you hear on the show all the time. You'll be able to meet us out there. And you're just going to have a blast. There's exclusive merch that will be uh, on site, including Sabrina's rolling papers for, you know, tobacco
4: or whatever else you want to put in there. It says, say it with me if you're watching on the camera. If all goes according to plan, there will be two more items attached to Sabby's little smoke and pack working title
2: we've got more stuff that you can find there too like this exclusive hat that will be available uh i love how that came out the event it looks great man it's really really cool it's high quality uh and i think you're gonna just you're gonna love this so go do it please support the show go to the newsjunkie.com pick up your tickets for just okay seven now and i see a story like the stuff out of hawaii with the volcano i'm like damn Uh, and and i know this is like one of those theories that i i constantly push at because i find it to be really interesting there's no place on earth where it's like you have everything right. There's no place. There's not one single place on earth where it's like, oh, it's beautiful. Like, let's take Florida, for example. You look at Florida and you go, great weather. It's some awesome places to live. Uh, many, many reasons that people head to to the state of Florida. But you got hurricanes, right? You got to deal with hurricanes. Uh, if you're living in Texas, same situation. You get those hurricanes that churn through the Gulf of Mexico every once in a while. If you're in a state that doesn't tend to get hit by hurricanes like California, well, guess what? You're, earthquakes. Uh, yeah, you got earthquakes that you have to deal with. If you're in a state where you're not on a fault line, but you're also not at risk of getting hit by a hurricane, tornadoes. tornadoes. No matter where you look, you see this stuff and with Hawaii, I'm like, well, there's another one. Volcanoes is the issue that they face down all the time, and there's been this eruption going on for the last several days, and now there's another one. There's another (laughs) eruption too. End of time. This one's Mauna Loa, which is the world's largest active volcano. That was
3: the one from yesterday, right?
2: No, there's two going now. Oh, BOGO. uh, BOGO Volcano. The story I have is just about Mauna Loa. See if you can just search for two volcanoes hawaii you'll find what i'm talking about mauna loa the world's largest active volcano is erupting for the first time since 1984 lava is flowing down the side of the volcano at 1000 degrees and right now it's not posing a threat to anybody it's huge it's a chain of five volcanoes that form hawaii's big island there's a place in hawaii
3: called volcano that's the name of one of the cities? So I, I searched for... It had to be a quick flip. <laughs> yeah, real estate must be real cheap there. I searched for two volcanoes Hawaii, and it says 2 a.m. in Volcano Hawaii is 7 a.m. in Central Florida. <laughs>
2: and somebody makes a good point over on uh, YouTube chat where they're talking about places up in the Northeast where you might not get tornadoes and you might not get hurricanes and you might not get earthquakes. Blizzards! You get blizzards, right? So like every place that you can think of around the globe has something like that, which is kind of interesting if you think about it, you know, the imperfect perfection that we see on this planet of ours. Uh, and uh, it's, it's something that is like we most of us have never experienced if you've got a volcano erupting like this one in uh, Hawaii, Mauna Loa, which means Long Mountain. And this thing is huge. It covers 2,035 square miles. So
3: Mauna Loa uh erupted for the first time in decades sunday night mm-hmm. and then the other one is Kilauea. okay ah, that sounds right killer that's, whale it sounds like killer whale, <laughs> it sounded whale. Kilauea. Uh,
4: dude, can you see if they're like really close to each
2: other because that's Let's so strange see. there's two of these things going off right now
4: upon my search of you know the name of these erupting volcanoes there is a website that gives you current eruptions and it turns out there have been quite a few that just have not made headlines. Are there more than those two going off around the world not, right now? Like, not right now, but there were there were two in October. There were, uh, I believe, two or three in September. I mean, all around the world, mind you. So pretty, Indonesia, Philippines, Russia.
2: But pretty much every month there's a volcano that erupts somewhere?
4: Yeah, there was one. That's wild. There was one that started in, let's see, the United States, Pavlov. Um and that started in august of 2021 and is continuing to erupt as of october 28th. it's
2: still going yeah. <laughs> this is Everyone's
4: not pretty chill
2: about uh, it th- this is not one of those things where it's like the volcano erupted on thursday <laughs> we're all cool by tuesday you know they they came around and picked up the uh, the brush and uh, all the that burnt house pieces and stuff these this...
3: two volcanoes are like 20 miles away from me
2: really right? according to
3: google God. maps if i'm getting If I've done everything right.
2: That's so crazy. It's such a different life to live. And obviously, Hawaii is an absolutely beautiful, lush place. But they, too, you know, they've got hurricanes they have to worry about as well. And and then also they've got this, the, the dual volcano action that's happening right now. Uh, let's hear from a couple of you. We can work in some dispatches. We're getting ready for Fritz on the street a bit later. Uh, Going to be a packed house at some point because I believe possibly our friend Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm will be popping in. Big sponsor of Just OK 7. So it'll be cool to have him in here. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Let's get to you, though. Let's see what you got here. Here is Stefan. And he is, like everybody else, still talking about the little girl that got attacked by the shark. The 10-year-old girl. This is
4: really going to get back to her and bite us in the ass.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I hope her family's not listening. Again, Jasmine, yeah. the 10-year-old who gave a very, very interesting and fun and compelling interview about her fighting the shark off. She is a wonderful little girl, and she has a great life ahead of her, I think. So here's what Stefan says, all
7: right? The only thing I can find that's going to be annoying about this shark girl is that she's going to grow up with a complex her whole entire life, thinking she'd beat the crap out of this Oof. shark and she's going to carry that with her wherever she goes. Boyfriends are going to have to hear with it and deal with that crap. Like, oh, you're nothing. I beat up a shark when I was a kid.
2: You know what? That's not the worst story to have if you want to go tell people stories about your life.
4: Alright, she's from what i understand in that news story she's missing like a toe right yeah
2: yeah there's a big chunk missing out of her foot from where this shark got her
4: rarely does uh, a story that usually is fake like oh a shark bit it off is actually the true story but she has that now yeah she, ha- she can explain my toe is not here because a shark bit she
2: it. really has a shark attack story my friend i've talked about it. i think before duffy who's real big in the radio voiceover industry Uh, he is missing one of his arms, and it's like uh, cut off at the elbow. And I I watched that guy because we had drinks together many a times. I watched that guy tell 10 different stories about how he lost his arm. Now, he was just born like that. That's how it was. But I watch him tell long, long stories about fighting off sharks or getting in a sword fight, just like whatever he came up with that day. This Did girl, it get him laid? Um, uh, the, he he had uh, a lot of guys who were fond of him. He was, uh, that's that's the territory he was into, and they I don't know if they enjoyed. You know, what? I'm, I'm saying too much. Let me back out of this. Let me. What are you trying <laughs> get to get to? Me, nope, let me back out. All of this. right. Let me back. Butt away. sex? No, it's like you. It's like when you almost run into a story, and then you go, "I can't share that person's story." That's that's the wall that I'm oh, running into closet? right now. No, 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 no. He's a, a proud gay man. Duffy is. It's just a story he told me one time. That is not only not appropriate for the show, but I definitely would have to clear Aww. with him before
7: I said uh, something can happen.
4: Duffy doesn't like the Muffy, huh?
7: Uh, no, no, he doesn't. Right, back to Stefan, sorry. And who knows? Maybe she becomes a bully now just starts smacking kids around like, what are you going to do? I beat up a shark. You can't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. That's going to be annoying. That's most likely going to happen because that's the... Why? That's a reality I think we all deserve, honestly, because... You know, if I beat up a shark, I would walk around and probably act like that. Yeah, you
2: bet your ass. You'd be doing it every single day. To random strangers, go to the gas station. You know, I'll uh, take a pack of the cigarettes with a baby fetus on it, and by the way, I fought off a shark one time.
4: Mm. Could you imagine, instead of, like, menthol lights, gold pack, reds, it's just you know you ask for what's described on the box itself <laughs> um i'll have uh, two packs of the black lungs and then uh did you want all right one pack of the dead fetus we're, we are
2: not far away from that we and, and these other places are at that point like in in europe and in australia like we were talking about where they're even putting the messages on the individual cigarettes uh, One more real quick here's our frank guitar slinger
7: Hello, junkies. I hope everybody's feeling good on a hump day today. You too. I have noticed a certain hypocrisy when it comes to how certain tobacco products are taxed. Uh, if you'll notice, cigars don't get taxed the same way as cigarettes do, nowhere near as
2: harshly. And they seem to be more accepted, probably primarily because more wealthy people indulge in that habit. Maybe. Just a thought. See ya. Thank you. Appreciate you, Guitar Slinger. Quick break. We're back in a moment. Lots coming up on the show. Uh, there is something that is come up on a beach. This is a huge, huge object that they found. And they have no idea what it is. It's 80 to 100 feet long. And because the hurricane went through and the beach erosion was really bad, all of a sudden they're like, what is this? And they start to dig up this huge thing. It's a mystery that's on this beach. We'll talk about that. It's coming up next on the News
0: Junkie. Riding the daily roller coaster of viral news from the front row, it's the News Junkie.
2: to your dispatches from the News Junkie app in just a moment. We're 10 days out from Just Okay 7, December 10th, Saturday, December 10th at Plaza Live and your tickets are available over at thenewsjunkie.com so go gobble those up. Uh, I did see the that dude from the Firefest escapade is back out and doing interviews now that he's out of jail. Oh, okay. Billy? I thought you meant water bottle guy. No, he's that guy's a good soldier though. He's he's probably he's a he's got a good resume, I think, out of this thing. But Billy McFarlane, yeah, is the guy who was responsible for this fire fest debacle that just turned into a nightmare for all involved.
3: And then the last we saw of him, he had this like teaser video on was it tiktok or was it instagram it was
2: on one of the platforms that was starting to go viral about some new project he was working on and you're like all right i'm i've said this all the time i'm all for a road to redemption for people if they do something stupid say something stupid they if they commit a crime whatever do your time and then get back out but it's insane that this guy's, like, kind of laughing this whole thing off now. And he's like, you know what? The most effed up thing I did was I lied to the investors. And you're like, oh, my God, dude. But, like,
3: like the previous time around, you know, he had some sort of successful ventures. I mean, that, that weird card he did where he was pretty much just, like, making your debit card into a, a new debit card. Uh-huh. But this, Fine. this time you get to come to a fun party so it us. sounds totally Wait, legit yeah ev- everything was a little kind of sketchy but he at least had enough clout to get investors mm-hmm. to get uh jaw rule on board who is going to back anything he's a part of right now who's gonna buy a ticket to it
2: I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are people that dumb. You maybe. never
3: know, man. <laughs> maybe the maybe people scammers are like, know
4: how to scam. Yeah, maybe will get his way around it. Just reward it.
2: There's a there's a, a percentage of people who would go to another fire fest just because of the disaster stuff, and they'd go and be of,
3: disappointed when it goes off without a hitch.
2: Right? Yeah, they would go and they would be like, it's like all the people who shut up after remember all the insanity all this stuff about that when we were young festival oh my god it's fake it's a phony it's a scam it's this it's gonna be terrible they don't know what they're doing and of course one day got shut down that was no fault of their own that was high winds in the area but the other day was like a really professionally put together well done event and everybody just disappears that's that's something weird that happens out there and we've got to call people out on this, I think, to a certain extent. There's so many people that say, here's what's going to happen. And then when what they say doesn't happen, they're just like, go on with it. They never go, sorry guys, got that wrong. It's like the the thousands and thousands of people on Twitter who, for the last three weeks, are like, "Well, this is the last day.
4: Twitter's breaking. See ya.
2: It's gonna shut down." And It's yeah. like, well, it seems like it's still going. I guess. Yeah.
4: Turns turns out no one cares, or perhaps there's so much news all uh, all around all the time that you get distracted from it.
2: Yeah, you go to the next thing. And- Everything
4: gets farfetched. Yeah, <laughs> and,
2: and, and and oh god, we, uh, you know, I can't tell that story either. What's going oh, on with me I today? Yeah, you are
3: ready Ooh. to spill some things, buddy.
2: You don't know how bad that almost got. I was going to talk about another story that got eclipsed by another story, but we're going to. Uh, nope. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, The no. Fire Festival Billy McFarland says lying to investors was the most effed up part of his scam. By the way, our friend Fritz hanging out with us now. Hey, Fritz, how are you? Hello. Pretty good. Good to have you here. We got Fritz on the street coming up real soon. Uh, and they said he ignored warnings from staff to cancel the elaborate Fire Festival. And claims he did not comprehend the downside that the site was not ready uh, when when you come out of this with this thing where you're like, "Look, I was just ignorant to the fact that there was no way this was going to occur. I swear it's my incompetence i 'm sorry it's like I find it impossible to believe we're we're ten days out from an event, and it's a whirlwind of chaos for this event right for, for this and there's all kinds of stress that's attached to it, and you got all these things going on. There's no way you wouldn't realize in the middle of that, hey, this is not going to work. You know. You know, and you could choose to ignore it and try to like scam out of it, which is what he did. But now he's going around talking about it. Well, he the, also
3: had a bunch of people on his staff that read the tea leaves, and they could see what was coming. Right. And, and people who were experienced in throwing these kinds of events, they, and like, like, uh-uh. they said, I'm out. Yeah,
2: this ain't working right now. Those investors that he was kind of joking about were scammed out of $26 million for this fire Festival. And now he's out kind of rebuilding his career or whatever's left of it out there. Uh, Before we hear from you and your dispatches, which those are uh, piling up over here, a couple of things. Tips at the newsjunkie.com. Somebody sent along the story of that World Cup situation. And it looks like this is true. And this is insane. This is from the BBC And it says, a man is reported to have been killed by security forces in northern Iran as anti-government protesters publicly celebrated the national football team's elimination from the World Cup. So I guess there was people who were celebrating the fact in Iran that they lost against the USA and somebody got shot in the head after he honked his car's horn on Tuesday night.
4: After he... That's it.
2: That's it. They said he honked his oh car's horn God, and some some what are these uh uh armed security forces. What a nightmare. Shot and killed the guy. It's crazy to me. But I guess that is true. Videos from other cities showed crowds cheering and dancing in the streets. They try to turn this into like a big political thing between the two countries. Um but uh, I also wanted to say this cuz I teased it before the break. Uh, hurricanes unearthed this large mystery object. in uh, It's on a beach in Florida. And the crazy thing is, it's huge. It's like 80 to 100 feet long. And everybody's like, we don't know what the hell this thing is.
4: How did we just find it? Because the hurricane washed Those, away. Mm, I'm getting a Saving Private Ryan first scene vibe.
2: It's really weird looking. Those look like landmines. Yeah, I don't know what. The, they don't know what these are. The experts don't know what these are. So, and I can't tell if it's one big thing or does it look like a bunch of like chunks of different things in a pattern down the beach?
4: I mean the fact that they're so perfectly lined up. I yeah. feel like there's a base to it.
2: Yeah, they are. They are perfectly in alignment. Let's see what they say. Hold on, because uh, there's a all new on.
3: at six tonight. Uh, a mystery in the sand here. A structure on sand mystery on the beach after recent storms.
5: Yeah, what could this be? Volusia County leaders say the wooden object popped up during low tide. That's now connected. they are calling on the state to investigate. News six's Molly Reed is in Daytona Beach Shores with a closer look.
2: It kind of looks like, like the hull of a ship. It's stru- hard
5: to see uh-huh. the structure now, but Volusia Beach officials say whatever it may be, it's just another example of how much erosion these storms caused. The erosion on the beach from these storms oh is, far- is pretty unprecedented at this point. Uh,
4: we haven't seen this kind of erosion in a very long time. So, because
2: oh- the sand was pulled down so low on these beaches, it unearthed stuff that had been buried forever and ever, who knows how long. It kind of does look like it could be like the like the hull of a ship or something. Except
3: it seems like it'd be a pretty narrow. Oh, ship. that's true.
2: Yeah, it's way too narrow to be because it's, it's just barely as wide as that truck next to it. it, it yeah, I don't know what the hell this thing is. It, it, they're they're all stumped as to what we found here. Let's see if they give any suggestions what it could be. Hang on. Maybe it's Atlanta. A long
5: enough time that Volusia (laughs) officials have never seen this structure before and are left puzzled as to what it is. Beach safety taking these pictures from above. I've been on the beach uh, probably 25 years, and that's the first time that I've seen it exposed. Deputy Chief Tammy Malfer says the long-winded structure was spotted after Nicole battered Volusia's coast. It's just south of Frank Rendon Park and Daytona Beach Shores, an unaccessible area for beachgoers right now. All
2: right, I'm going to keep an eye on this because they'll figure out what this is eventually, but right now... They are absolutely stumped. They say we're not sure what this mystery thing is on this beach. Uh, let's work in just a couple of dispatches, then we'll figure out what is coming up on the next episode. Here is La Jevarasta with a dispatch.
5: Happy Wednesday, junkies. Hey! So I just wanted to share. I've been so excited about Just Okay, being there, VIP, rubbing elbows with all the other junkies. Nice. And then I found out. I'm knocked up, so <laughs> <I'll be here. laughs> Well, this congratulations! as much fun as I anticipated. <laughs> News junkie baby coming in 2023. Well, Dang.
2: one, as Fritz said, congratulations,
6: yes. <laughs>
0: Mazel top.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you could still have a blast. Like, I, I thought I, you were
5: about to say you could
4: still drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's early on yes, first so. trimester. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, now, now I, I want to repeat this. We said we don't this. Earlier, that. Okay. We, we said this earlier, but it's worth repeating. If you don't drink, you can still go to our events. It's it's a it's a blast whether you're drinking or not. It, a lot of people do drink, but if you're not into that, do your own thing. Do whatever it is that makes you happy. Uh let's go over to the big pickle and let's see what they said. What's up, news junkies? Hey bud. Nice hey. day down here in Miko, Florida. Oh, cool. Um, so the shark bite thing. hmm Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool story, I mean, you know, especially a little kid, you know. I had a buddy. My uh, punched a headlight out with brass knuckles. All right. At <laughs> a skate shop. Headlight was plastic. When he pulled his hand out, it destroyed it. He told everyone in high school that he got attacked by a shark surfing, and he pulled more booty than you could imagine. No God. But the shark... With story, a wiggle. Pop, pop. Thank you, friend. Appreciate you. All right. What's coming up on the next episode?
4: I'm so glad that you asked. What's coming up on the next episode? Apparently there's one episode of a very popular cartoon that caused children to have convulsions. Are your kids safe? Plus, a famous singer is saying, so what? She's still a rock star that has rock moves and drops thousands of dollars on art if she wants to. Jonah Hill is changing his name. Find out to what? And so much more coming up on the next episode. And
2: that is coming up next on the News Junkie.
0: Occupying the space between high society and prison tattoos, this is the News Junkie.
1: The next episode
2: in just a moment. All things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond. Got our friend Fritz hanging out with us now. Fritz on the street is coming up in just a bit, so get ready to play along with us for that. Interesting guest on what this mystery thing that washed up on this beach or that was revealed on this beach, I guess I should say, in Florida. Bella on YouTube says, do you think it could be one of the grandstands from the original NASCAR races that used to be on the beach? I didn't even oh, know they did that. Actually, either. yeah, but it seems it, dangerous. I mean, it, it seemed whatever it is, it looks like it's really, really old, and it looks like it's been there for a long time. I'm not sure NASCAR would go back far enough for that.
4: But... I am extremely excited for the conspiracy theories. Oh my
2: god! Because
4: <laughs> that's gonna, it's gonna be creative.
2: I should have looked at the comments actually, because I, there, there was somebody I'm sure that ran right to some wild some thing,
4: deep state, uh, yeah. alien,
0: um, JFK pro... might be involved. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's
4: some QAnon action in there. Probably
2: somebody mixed it up and and turned that into a conspiracy. It always happens that way. Uh, If you miss any of the show, don't forget, you can go over to the website and get the podcast. Subscribe right there at thenewsjunkie.com. All the links are right there in front of you. And you can get your tickets just 10 days from now. We will all be gathering, and you are going to be with us. you got to go to thenewsjunkie.com to snag those tickets for Just okay 7 right now. There will be lots of uh, rocking out going on. Uh, You know what to do. Stop writing down stuff. You have enough from me today. You're overloaded already. I saw you I over know, there. but
4: this will take care of everything for the holiday break. It will, actually, but I
2: saw C-Lane during the break, and he was, he was uh, sitting there for a second going like... Which one should I use? Yeah, there, I have
1: two.
3: <laughs> Which one of these is going to be a better? I have one? two, and I was nice to you today, but oh. tomorrow might be. Oh, it might be rough for
2: me. <laughs> all right, I'll prepare myself. It's a daily dilemma. Yeah, yes, it is, Fritz. All right, let's get into it. Let's do the next episode.
0: Because there's a lot on TV, and you can't possibly keep up with all of it, even though you should. Because what else are you going to talk about?
2: I fought a shark, and I won. Nothing.
0: <laughs> Weather's nice. <laughs> it's time for the next episode with Sabrina.
3: Hey smoke
4: weed every day the next episode brought to you by that mortgage guy don that mortgage guy and a very 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 proud stage sponsor for just OK seven is you guess it that mortgage guy don he's going to be there we have a very special job for him mm-hmm. during Tabby's Little Helpers. Oh, really? He's
2: yeah. going to be featured.
4: And then I also was thinking, if we can't get the original person for um, Country Home Taze Me Home,
2: mm-hmm.
4: I think that we Country have Country Road
2: a, Taze Me Home. What would I say? Co- Country Home Taze Me Home. Yeah, well, we'll be tased during that <laughs> yeah, first we'll line. We'll probably be saying that, because uh, the tasers will make the uh, lyrics a little harder to remember.
4: But if we don't get the original person we had as uh, the, the taser... Mm-hmm. I think that we get a representative from each of our sponsors. Oh, my God. <laughs> to stand behind us. I don't and do it. See, I, I wonder who would do that. Like, I have Don, you have Jerry. Gary. Gary
2: would do would, it. Gary would do it too. <laughs> Gary would in two Gary seconds. tase your ass from Nation's trucks. And then
4: Moses. <laughs> well, would Mo do it? Would Mo tase one of us, you think? Mo will have a, a waiver that yeah. Yeah, we have a, to sign, but yeah, anyway. no problem. He'll probably take a little more paperwork. Well, let's ask him though. when he comes to the studio That's later. That's true. Uh, that Mortgage Guy Don.com It was 40 years ago 1982 This guy right here released His 6th album titled This song Thriller Michael Jackson Michael Jackson is right we'll split that point For the end of the year prize for the next episode game It is still 40 years later the best selling Album of all time Jamoni How many copies <sighs> Based on this uh, that I have here Millions!
2: Wow, I don't. I don't have. I'll it. look it up. I'll yeah, look. probably over hundred million. Yeah, I would think so too.
4: Uh, this is fun and exciting. Jonah Hill is gunning to legally change his name. What do you guys think it's going to be? Mm. Is it a drastic change? Yeah, it is. Just like that weight loss. Uh, he's a, he's really Shirley. Sure.
2: No he's not changing his name. just a
4: name game
3: <laughs> surely that's not what his name
2: new name will be that' be that' be interesting he's very very into like being a serious actor these days
7: F- and like filmmaker yeah. yeah
2: I think he's gonna I think he's gonna get away from Jonah because he thinks it sounds childish and he's gonna change his name to Jonathan
7: oh okay that's interesting
3: that's actually that was my that's guess. my theory. Yeah.
7: I'm going to say his name is Sparky Smallpox. <laughs> Sparky Smallpox. Did you small-puck? read the story? <laughs> yeah,
2: there's, if that's it, there's
4: no way you didn't cheat. <laughs> He's bringing smallpox back. Uh, yeah, it's actually Sparky Smallpox 5000. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. uh, all of you are wrong. He is going to, uh, as far as the paperwork goes, change his name from Jonah Hill to Jonah Hill.
3: All right. That doesn't sound yeah. like much of a... In all lowercase? What a brave move.
4: His real name is Jonah Hill, being the middle name uh, Feldstein.
2: Oh, he's ditching the last name. He
4: filed a petition this week in L.A. to legally drop Feldstein from his name, so he's just making his stage name official, which should be really sad for his sister, who is also a popular actress, uh, Actress, sorry, um, who has the last name Feldstein. It just sounds like he wants nothing.
2: To do with her. By the way, Thriller sold seventy million copies worldwide. It was in the millions. Ah, which is crazy. Look at me uh, go. I, well, of course, it's in the millions. It's the best selling album of all time. But seventy million is is a, is a lot. Is a lot. But this thing that Jonah Hill did, this is now a trend. It's all the rage. Yeah, this is now a thing. You know, who is the other person who just did this? Ray- Aaron Paul. Paul. Uh, well, Rain Wilson did too for yeah. a thing for a different thing, but Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. You're right. Yeah. yeah
4: he um his last name is actually. Sturt Elvant. That's the problem Makes sense He filed for a legal change to Paul earlier this month His wife Lauren and their son Raiden Caspian Also want to change their last names One big happy legally Paul family What's the kid's name? Rydin R-Y-D-E-N Okay Caspian Wow Caspian's a fun name too
1: Yeah
4: Pink also her legal name You know her, you love her Yeah Take that I and replace it with an exclamation point and then take her bank account and take out $5,000 because that is what she has spent on ape art.
2: Oh, like NFT
4: ape art? No, no. We're going OG style, actual art made by apes. Oh,
2: like real board ape. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not
4: too long ago, I gifted Sea Lane real art from a sloth. Mm-hmm. It's on top of my piano, and I also paid five thousand dollars for it.
2: Also, that was a real Humber brag moment there. And anytime like when you say. Oh, it's on top
3: of my piano. Yeah, he's got a piano. <laughs> he looks up
4: on it and then he starts playing as slow as a it's, sloth
3: would. It's an upright piano. You might as well say, "Oh, stand. it's an upright." Yeah, it's
4: it's on top of my
2: piano, right outside of my elevator. Is that you're dropping things?
3: Though. That's a little bit outside of my bar.
4: <laughs> this is being hailed at um, as the first ever exhibit of art by chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the future is now. Everybody, is it any good? I, I would give it a Google. I, I, After what we did to that little girl in the shark earlier, I don't know if we're going to necessarily sing our praises for chimpanzee art, but things could change. Now, she was very curious about the work, was heartened to learn that chimps find painting therapeutic. Okay, that's good. Fun fact. They're not, like, forced
2: to do it or anything.
4: And the ape artists tend to be introspective. Acclaimed artist Karen Bystead, she curated the show at the New World Symphony Center in Miami Beach. Had a couple of uh, friends that went to that school, New oh, okay. World School of the Arts. Yeah. What do you think
2: of this? Here's the here's the painting from the ape. It's oh, that's cool. Chim- chimpanzee, actually. Looks like a painting. number
4: three everywhere.
2: It's, it's a very abstract, but it's kind of interesting.
4: Pink is one of the out-of-state collectors who bought some of the first art ahead of the exhibit's opening this week. She purchased a large acrylic on black canvas that we just saw featuring vivid swaths of blue, white, and you guessed it,
3: pink. Mm-hmm. I would put that up in my house. Right next cool. to the sloth art?
4: Do we have a theme going on?
3: I wonder if there's going to be
2: a PETA lawsuit where they say, actually, this is the intellectual property of the chimpanzee. That
4: happened, though. Remember the the trademark? Uh, Yeah, was it? It was... um, The the monkey monkey that took the picture of himself smiling. The
2: monkey hit the button on the camera, and therefore the monkey took the photo. Uh And isn't
4: that considered... I forgot the term for it, but like it creates a landmark... It's a landmark case? Yeah, you
2: know what, because they were trying to establish whether animals had rights like that.
7: And they do, damn it. It would be really funny if they just give him like a check for $5,000 and he or just like ruins it and then they just spend the money.
2: I fail to uh, believe that <laughs> animals have rights just knowing the idea that you can blow up your dog legally is a thing. That, to me, is one of the things that we discovered on the show where it's like, Wait, some guy blew up his dog, but because the dog died instantaneously and the dog was property of the man, mm-hmm. he did not commit a crime.
4: Okay. <sighs> All right. Speaking of property, guess what kind of property Drake just gave to DJ Khaled? Uh, house? I
6: just
3: the switch.
4: Not a house, but something that island? goes in a house. Goes
3: in and yeah. shoes.
4: It's um, and well, piano. let me give you one more clue. You put your poop in it. A toilet? A toilet is right. And how much does Drake love DJ Khaled enough? <laughs> <it> my hamper? <laughs> Did you have your really poop in no, the no. hamper? No, yeah,
2: he definitely has at some
1: my,
4: point. Come no. on. Uh, no, he gave him a uh, toilet, and and now he poops in style, at least according to this article. He recently sent... Not one, not two, but four luxury Toto toilets. Oh, those are the little ones that are, like, uh, electronic. They... And then you click your heels and you end up somewhere else.
2: Uh, let me see. How much of those cost? Sweet wizard, Toto joke.
4: Thank you. Wizard of Oz reference. All right. Or perhaps, <laughs> when you, perhaps when you sit on it, you can... I immediately forgot the lyrics to Africa by Toto again. Uh,
2: oh, my God. These things are not cheap. They're very expensive.
4: And why? Because they include heated seats, a UV light cleaning system, Air deodorizer, Ooh. a bidet, and the tornado flush system, oh. system, system. <laughs> I like that. Uh DJ Khaled, he posted a video after he unboxed one of them, and he was psyched AF because the toilet is, quote, where you meditate and reflect on life.
2: See this thing? Would you like one of these? It's, yeah. It's very sophisticated S- looking. C would do number three
4: on it. I mean, you yeah. just wave your what? $6,000. Yeah, it's Good pricey. God.
2: Six grand for these toilets.
4: Um, it's not anything new as far as giving out luxury toilets, but it apparently it gets worse as far as Drake's gift giving. Drake's new Nike Air Force Ones were inspired by his mother and their favorite children's book called Love You Forever. Oh. Which, are you guys familiar with that one? I don't know. Guaranteed, I mean, I think eight out of nine moms who read it will sob by the end of it. It's a tearjerker? Yeah, spoiler alert. At the end of it, the son, grown up, carrying mom who's dying and old.
2: Oh my God, why would they put that in a kid's book? Because it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) What are you trying to do to these kids? It's like when I took Dylan and Marley and me. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's not a good idea. You may have been wondering, and now we have the answer. Yoko Ono's last words to John Lennon before his death, and they were not. Hey, watch out, the guy's a gun. Mm, oh,
7: does it have something to do with food or getting...
4: Well, let's dive in, shall we?
7: I hope it's really just
2: bland and monotonous. <laughs> like, For almost...
4: See you in a few. almost 40 years. <laughs> I had to let it drop. Uh, oh, no, Yoko... First name. Kept silent about the day her husband got got killed. Yeah. Uh, The old murder. With fears of being (laughs)
2: vilified. (laughs) As they (laughs) often refer to it. You were very careful, and then you just went the opposite direction. Vicious
4: murder by gun. um, Vilified by Beatles fans at the front of her mind. However, in an interview several years ago that I guess is now resurfacing, she shared the details of the last moments with John. Speaking on Desert Island Discs. Very wow. popular.
6: Is that a podcast? News source. No idea.
4: <laughs> Yoko revealed the last conversation she had with her late husband. She said, I said, shall we go and have dinner before we go home? And John said, no, let's go home because I want to see Sean before he goes to sleep.
3: Damn it, man. I knew it.
4: And that uh, was so it. Technically, I
3: thought she just repeated her last name over and over <laughs> again.
4: Shut up. <laughs> if, if you would have listened to her.
2: He may still be alive mm-hmm. if he would have done what she was <laughs> suggesting. Wait, but, but got, where did he get shot again? He got shot in front of a house, right? Like right out on the street, the I believe. The Dakota
7: Hotel, I think?
2: Was it in front of a hotel? Yeah. It was like on the stoop area or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where he was living.
4: So there you have it. May he... Desert
2: Island uh, Discs is a BBC radio show, I guess.
4: Oh, okay. So well, well, there fun. you go. Um, some of the worst decisions that were ever made in rock history have now been published thanks to Rolling Stone. Uh, They've put together a list of the 50 worst decisions in music history. And at number one, Maroon 5, everybody.
3: No, what did they do? Just being...
4: (laughs) (laughs) You're saying one of the worst decisions in rock and roll history was forming Maroon 5? I like Maroon 5. That's brutal. Because you're in their music video. I Other... before that it was in
3: their music video.
4: And <laughs> number 10, Billy Squire. He killed his career with a cheesy music video for Rock Me Tonight. Which you don't mind that video. That was I, I was love trying it. To, I was trying to show you. I think it's uh, very hot. It was before it's time. Very homoerotic. I don't know
7: if I know that. Rock it's... Me Tonight?
4: It is a sight to is, see. Is it really 80s rock style stuff? Yeah, and he's like... But a very homoerotic.
7: He's gyrating on the bed in a way that it's like... It makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a lot of like...
4: You know when you uh, open your eyes in a chlorine pool mm-hmm. and then it gets that fuzzy? But the whole thing is that fuzzy throughout. And then lots of pink, lots of fluorescent, lots of and it of blew up his career. <clears throat> that, that's what they say. U2 basically forces Apple users to receive their album for free, oh, Songs of one. Innocence. Jaw Rule invests in Fire Festival at number eight. Blood, sweat, and tears. One of the worst decisions they've ever made was go on tour sponsored by the US government during the <laughs> Vietnam War.
2: That is a bad idea.
4: At number six, the Rolling Stone says the 50 worst decisions in music history was Kanye interrupting Taylor in 2009. At number five, Woodstock organizers celebrating the 30th anniversary with that horrific Woodstock 1999 with mud, poop. And everything in between.
2: Drums, man. Still not the worst Woodstock. Remember the one that was going to happen not that long ago, and, and then just didn't. Yeah, just financially, yeah, one of the
4: worst ones. At number four, Eric Clapton goes all in on COVID vaccine conspiracies in 2020. Number three, Decca Records passes on signing the Beatles in 1962. Yeah, I think that should be higher. Number two is Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his 13 year old cousin, which I think is also a bad decision yeah. in music history. Yeah. Do you it's know number weird. one?
2: Number one, Any worst decision idea? in music uh, I say
3: breaking up, uh, uh, oh gosh, what the, were they called? You, mm, I would, uh, Chasing Edmund. Oh uh, no, <laughs> that's that was,
2: Don't bring Chasing Edmund into this. My Scott band
3: was fantastic. I know, that's why I said breaking uh, up okay, Chasing all right, Edmund. good. I'll take N- that. Number one M-
4: was the Rolling Stones hiring Hells Angels to yeah. do security in 1969, and they ended up uh, stabbing a member. And stabbing a fan.
2: Smash Mouth replacing the lead singer and not telling anybody he Didn't even make the list. No,
1: There's not, at not at even all. All on that.
4: That was I be next one. year. <laughs> on the boob tube, you have the 90th annual Christmas in Rockefeller Center on NBC. Two-hour eighth season finale of The Mask Singer. Series premiere of Love Without Borders on Bravo. And you can catch Miss Dolly Parton on Fallon. Follow your dreams and me on Instagram at Sabrina Ambra. But most importantly, stay with me, America.
3: Smoke weed every day.
4: Thank you, Sabrina. When we come
2: back, friends, it's time for Fritz on the street. And that means that you now have an opportunity... For us to represent you in the game. And here's how it works. If we win Fritz on the street and we're representing you, you win and you pick up the elusive. This is a real one. This is not a fake elusive Fritz on the street eight bit magnet. This is the only way to get this is to be a winner in Fritz on the street. So now's the time when you try to get our attention. We each pick one of you. We fight for you. And if we win, you get your hands on that magnet. We'll see who we're going to be representing and we'll see who wins in the showdown. That is on the way. Fritz in the street, coming up next on the News Junkie. Oh, oh,
1: oh, O'Reilly.
6: You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people.
0: Oh, oh. Documenting and contributing to the decline in American culture. This is the news journal.
2: Fritz on the streets, the greatest game in all of radio, in just a moment. But here's how things work. Before we get to the game that you can play along with, we have a particular way that we do this that involves you, because we're each going to represent one of you in Fritz on the Street. And if you win, you can join in on the Game of Magnets action by getting a limited edition Fritz on the Street magnet. It has the News Junkie logo. It's called the 8-Bit Magnet. You can learn more about the Game of Magnets over at the newsjunkie.com. But to get your hands on this, you got to win the big game. And we're all going to pick somebody. I I am picking to represent today uh, in Fritz on the Street. I'll be picking Jeff from Maryland over on YouTube. Who are you picking,
0: Sabrina?
4: Uh, Nicole A. emailed me, and she says her name is Snick on
2: YouTube. All right. Uh, Nicole A. slash Snick. Uh, Snick on YouTube. Yeah,
4: Nick with an S in front. And what about you, C-Lane?
3: Uh, I have picked uh, Lisa G, the dispatcher, reached out and, uh, and asked politely. And, and you remembered. And, me. and I did. Good for you, man.
2: All right, Lisa G, Sorry, the dispatcher. Anonymous, uh, go make those fake magnets, I guess, right? Okay, most important question of the day. Fritz, um, are you ready, sir? Absolutely. Right. Always got to check just to make sure. So let's do it. Let's do Fritz on the street.
0: Now it's- on the street.
7: Hello, Sean. Hello, Sabrina. Hello. Hey, Steve. Fritz. Hey, bud. Hi, Fritz. Fritz on the street is sponsored by Mo DeWitt. I recently had to call Mo for some legal advice, and he was short, <laughs> concise, to the point, true professional, consummate pro. Wild story, That's <laughs> 866-CALL-MO, 866-CALL-MO, Mo DeWitt. In first place on Fritz on the street with 371 points, that would be Christopher Lane. Yeah. In second place with 358 points, that would be Sabrina Ambra. Oh, yeah. And in third place with 353 points, Sean Watson. Alright. So we have 371 for C Lane, 358 for Sabby, and 353 for Sean Jay.
2: He's pulling away a little bit. We gotta we gotta get him back here.
7: Eight questions, four current event questions, and four general knowledge trivia questions. If you think you know it, you chime in for that bonus point. Quick chime. You got it. Where were these asked? Well, I'm still moving out of my old place, so I did a phoner night. All right. I had to move all of the weights, the free weights, and I am really sore and really tired. <laughs> That's
2: probably the most annoying thing to have to move
7: is oh. like a whole bunch of weights. Yep. It's kind of like a workout, though, right? It yeah, is. yeah, I guess so. I feel good. So, um, yeah, phoners, I had eight participants, and away we go. Question number one. Sabrina. Sabrina. Irene Kara. That is incorrect. Question number one goes like this. For the first time in over 40 years, which Hawaiian volcano, like, Sealane? Damn it! Mauna Loa. That is correct. <laughs> we just went over this too. Uh, for the first time in over 40 years, which Hawaiian volcano recently erupted? Mauna Loa is correct, Sealane. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Mauna Loa? Uh, three.
3: Three?
2: Sealane, like, little did you know your, your uh, volcano research would pay off so quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> was more say, correcting
3: you than anything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say one.
7: One for Sean. I will go with two. And two for Sabrina. Question number one. With answers of one, two, and three. Ding, 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 oh. ding, ding. Who knows their for volcanoes? For the first time in over 40 years, which Hawaiian volcano recently erupted?
3: Vesuvius.
7: Mauna Loa. No idea what the
3: name of the volcano
5: is. Mauna
3: Loa
7: Oh, son of a biggest one in the world (laughs) No idea, I have no idea
3: Ooh, I was watching live video Mauna
7: Loa That would be three C-Lane, getting it right on the money That's a three-pointer to start the game Uh, I'm surprised that many people were aware of that That's kind of interesting Had I said Hawaii, Mm -hmm. like as the answer Mm -hmm. You know, probably more Sabrina, with your guess of two, picking up one point and away we go. Speaking of mountains, question two. Which mountain is the tallest in Africa? Sea Lane. Sea Lane. Kilimanjaro? Kilimanjaro is correct. Oh. Africa. <laughs> he just surprised himself. I did. Sea Lane, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Kilimanjaro? Uh,
3: let's go five for this one. Five.
7: Four. Four. for Shop. Six. And six for Sabrina. Question two. With answers of four, five, and Six. Uh, which mountain is the tallest in Africa? Mm. Yeah.
4: Kilimanjaro.
7: Kilimanjaro. 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 Is it Kilimanjaro?
6: Not Kilimanjaro. Damn it! Kilimanjaro.
7: Wow. That would be seven. Sabrina, with a guess of six, picking up one point. These six. folks are impressive. They know all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I think only half of them were drunk. <laughs> Look at that. Because of the USA. Um, Iran, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not he like, did these no, at 2 Iran. p.m.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. Question number three. Last week, a 5.6 magnitude earthquake killed oh. over 300 people in which Southeast Asian country?
2: Man, this is um, not my
4: week. A of natural disasters.
7: Sean. Uh, Sean. Thailand. That is incorrect. Sea,
3: sea lane. Sea lane.
7: Japan. That is incorrect. Japan. Uh, Can you repeat the question? You know, I can, my man. Last week, a 5.6 magnitude earthquake killed over 300 people in which Southeast Asian country?
4: You said Taiwan or
2: Thailand? Both of them are a thing.
7: Oh, I said Taiwan or? Yeah, I said Thailand. Taiwan. That is incorrect. (laughs) It would be Indonesia. Mm. Uh. Indonesia. Sealand, you got question two, right? We will start with you. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Indonesia? One. One. Four. Four for Sean. Two and two for Sabrina. Question three with answers of one, two, and four. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Who knows their earthquake? Last week, a 5.6 magnitude earthquake killed over 300 and people four. in which Southeast Asian country?
3: Indonesia. One. Indonesia. Damn it. Two. Taiwan. Vietnam. Uh, India. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs>
7: I haven't watched the news in a while. Laos? Uh, Thailand? That would be two. Two So Sabrina's picking up two points. C-Lane, with your guess of one, picking up one point. Next up, guess what, is question four. After question four, that's the halfway point. I will tell you who is winning so far. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Question four, what do scatologists study? Sean. Sean.
4: Hmm. Huh. Don't say scat uh,
2: Damn it I used to know this And I cannot think of it um, I got I don't know Pass, Pass. Sea, lane? sea lane Feces poop. Yeah, Oh poop. really it's
7: the obvious one My god <laughs> I thought there's no way it's actually related to that I just All wanted right. poop as an answer <laughs> sea uh, lane out of eight answers, how many do you think said poop? Six. Six. Five. Five for Sabrina. Seven. And seven for Sean. Question four with answers of five, six, and seven. Ding, 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 ding. Um. Who knows their S? What do scatologists study? Scat. Poop. Uh, feces. Just poop. Poopoo.
6: Who poop.
7: No, excrement? Doodoo?
6: <laughs> Statistics? Uh, measles.
7: Peaches. That, that would be six.
6: Yes. <laughs> so, <C, laughs>
7: doo doo excrement. There's a lot of ways to say that, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? C-Lane is picking up two points. That's a three-pointer, actually. And uh, let's see. Both of you, Sean and Sabrina, with your guesses of seven and five, picking up one point each. That means through four, in first place with eight points, that would be Christopher Lane slash Lisa G- in second place with five points, Sabrina Ambra slash Snick. And in third place with one point, <laughs> oh! Yay. Oh, I one. Sean Watson oh, slash whoa. Jeff. This <laughs> is my worst performance ever. <laughs> we, move on. we move on to question five. Over the weekend, protests have erupted against a zero COVID policy. Sean so China. China is correct.
2: Got to step up my game.
7: Uh, Over the weekend, protests have erupted against a zero-COVID policy in which country? Sean, you got that right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said China? Six. Six. Five. Five for Celene. Seven. And seven for Sabrina. Question five with answers of five, six, and seven.
2: Ding, 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 ding.
7: Who's Over the weekend, protests have erupted against a zero-COVID policy in which country? China. 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 Spain. China. Thanks. China.
4: I have no idea.
7: China. That would be six. So Sean's picking up a three yes. pointer. Come back, kid. And Sabrina and C with your guesses of seven and five each picking up one point. We move on to question six. In the international radio alphabet, which word represents G? Lane. Gamma. That is incorrect. In the uh, International Radio Alphabet, which word represents G? Uh, Sean. Chung? Um. Grant. That is incorrect. One more time. You got it. In the International Radio Alphabet, which word represents G? Sabrina. Sabrina. Golf. Golf is correct. Nicely mm-hmm. done. Four. Mm-hmm. Sabrina, I'm look at the, the, the yeah. chat right now. Oh. Flag on the field.
4: <laughs> Would golf be? up? Oh, uh, your chat's
7: <laughs> up. No. Uh, Sean's is. Mine's so. is. <laughs> it, it,
4: unless you really
2: drag it out, they, they don't have enough time to spoil anything. Yeah. Sabrina, out
7: Sorry. of out of eight answers, how many do you think said golf? God. Um. Three. Three. Two. Two. Four. ceiling. Four and four, four. Sean, question six with answers of two, three, and four. Ding, 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 ding. Who knows their alphabet? In the International Radio Alphabet, which word represents G?
3: Deco. That would be golf. Golf. Gamma. Gavi. Da- Great. I don't. I have no idea. Man, you're crushing me this week. Golf.
7: Uh, Geronimo. Goat. That would be three, so Goats. Sabrina is picking up a three-pointer on See. that one, and c and Sean with your guesses of two and four, each picking up one point. We have two questions remaining, and question seven goes thusly. <laughs> last week, Disney replaced CEO Bob Chap. Sabrina. Sabrina? Bob Iger. Bob Iger is correct. Didn't last, look at that one. Last no, week, <laughs> but you did the other one. <laughs> last week, Disney replaced... to say, prove <laughs> Prove it. Last week, Disney replaced CEO Bob Chappick with which former company CEO? That's the full question. Sabrina, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Iger or Bob Iger?
4: Um, let's go with
7: seven. Seven. Six. Six for Celine, Five. And five for Sean. Question seven with answers of five, six, and seven. Ding, 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 ding. Five. Last week, Disney replaced CEO Bob Chappick with which former company CEO?
3: Michael Iser. I have no idea. Uh, Iger? Iger? Ignorant. Uh Bob Iger. Michael Iser. Bob Iger. Three. Bob Iger. Okay. Bob Iger. That would be
7: five. So Sean is picking up two points, and uh, kind of a trend this game. Lane and Sabrina each picking up one point each with their guesses of six and seven. We move on to the final question, but before we do, let's see who is in first place. With a tie... Of eleven points each, we have Christopher Lane slash Lisa G, and Sabrina Ambra slash Snick. Goff it up! And in third place with seven points, we have Sean Watson slash Jeff. All right. So it's It's anyone's game. Anyone's game for first place, except for mine. (laughs) Question number eight goes like this: What is the capital of (gasps) Kentucky? Sabrina. Sabrina. One of my favorite. uh
4: Capitals, of course, in the United States of America, Kentucky would be, there's no place like, oh my God, Nashville, so that incorrect. correct, mm-hmm. Louisville,
7: that isn't correct, Sean, Sean,
2: uh, ah, I just had it and I forgot it, my brain is not working today, um, Lexington, that would be Frankfurt, son of a bitch, mm-hmm. it's one of the
7: odd ones, nobody it's, knows you Frankfurt, it's all right. one of the odd states. So let's see, Sabrina got question seven right. We'll start with Sabrina. Sabrina, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Frankfurt? Four. Four.
6: Two. Two
7: for Sean. Three. And three for c Lane. Question eight with answers of two, three, and four. What is the capital wow. of Kentucky? Lexington. No, I don't know. I don't know that one.
4: I can't think of any city in the Kentucky. <laughs> Frankfurt,
1: Louisville 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 Luxembourg
2: Damn That would be one (laughs) Frankfurt, buy a commercial You need to get Maybe some for a new capital
7: Most certainly That would be one So that means uh, Picking up one point With your guess of two That would be Sean Lawson Yay Which ends the day Thusly 11 points for Christopher Lane Slash Lisa G And 11 points for Sabrina Ambra Slash Snick. Congratulations to those two, and in third place with eight points, Sean Lawson slash Jeff. That means in first place and still leading on Fritz on the Street with three hundred eighty-two points. Christopher Lane yeah. in second place with three hundred sixty-nine points. Ooh, Sabrina we'll there, Sabrina Ambra. And in third place with 361 points, Sean Walson. And that is Fritz on the Street. All
4: right, thank you, Fritz.
7: Good God, it was a very poor showing,
2: very, very poor showing on my part, but always a great showing from Fritz and you should show him some love, show Fritz some love by going over to Instagram, no underscore regrets, underscore coyote, that's where you can find out what he's up to, that's how you can even get involved and in actually maybe being on the panel for Fritz on the street, so check him out, no underscore regrets, underscore coyote on Instagram for Fritz on the street, uh, that was a brutal, brutal round for me. Uh my brain today is on like Twenty five percent. Me too. I think it's one of those things where end of the year, baby. This Uh, part of the year sucks, man. I
4: wish I could be like the folks that were at the World Cup viewing yesterday, where Mm -hmm. they have clearly checked out and they're having a good time for the end of the year. Oh
2: my god! I want to
4: be in chill zone. We were
2: talking (laughs) the other day, and we were talking about like one
3: thing. We can check out in eleven days. (laughs) I know, but
4: yeah, but we have packed in (laughs) six months in the next eleven days. Yeah, these eleven days are
2: nightmarish, and and. So uh, I was talking to, we were, I think we were talking about this the other day in the studio, and we said um, it's something interesting that happens. When you throw an event and it's successful, everybody's like, well, we obviously got to keep doing that again. And we're like, oh, okay. But then you're burdened with the idea that you have to keep doing this thing and put in all the, the work to do it. all. But it makes it worth it when we get to see your faces out there. And that's what we want to see. So while you can, go over to thenewsjunkie.com, get your tickets. You'll be able to see Fritz himself in the Savvy's Little Helpers putting on a banger of her performance we at are Just going Okay to 7. bang dominate. it out. We are, we are going to ba- dominate.
4: Bang yeah. your brains out.
2: There'll be surprises galore. There's going to be a lot for you to take in and enjoy at the event of the year. But uh, to do it... You're going to need to get those tickets at thenewsjunkie.com. How dare you divot sees all on Twitch. Low brain activity. Diabetes. I don't <laughs> think I have <laughs> diabetes. Um, one can only be so sure. I'll find out next year <laughs> when, when I go to the doctor and I go through my checklist. Hey, doc, do I have all these things wrong with me or what? It's either going to be a real good day or a real, real bad day. Uh, all right. When we come back, we'll get to this uh, big change they're making in New York City. That was interesting, and uh, a whole lot more. Plus, your dispatches on the way. Our friend Mo Dewitt should be stopping by pretty soon. It's all coming up
0: next on the News Junkie. Radio. Radio. four point one. They're best friends, unless they're fighting. Are they fighting? It's the News Junkie.
2: So bad. Fritz on the street? No, I've given up. (laughs) That ship has sailed. I'm, I'm a loser in Fritz on the street now. But this, oh, I could win. I didn't even know this was a thing. I think at first it was just like a legend. Like people said, hey, you know, there's rumors that this thing exists. And it was something that people questioned all the time. And now the company that is attached to it, is deciding to make it a real, actual thing. And this would be awesome to have one of these. There's a huge sweepstakes going down right now. And a select group of people will get the McDonald's McGold card. Ooh. And uh, check this out, all right? If you had a McDonald's McGold card, it's not only, like let's say Sabrina won the McDonald's McGold card. It's not only free McDonald's for you for life. If you walked into a McDonald's with six people with you, free McDonald's for every single one of those people. For life. Anybody you're with for the rest of your life.
4: Limited in items.
2: I I don't see what it says here if they put any limits on this. Because if somebody tried to take advantage of this, <laughs> they'd just go into every McDonald's with huge crowds of people until they bankrupted them. A select group of lucky McDonald's customers are about to hit the gold mine beginning next month, they say. Imagine you had one of these. McDonald's is offering its customers the chance to win one of three. There's only three of them in the world. One of three McDonald's McGold cards, entitling entitling them and even their friends to free McDonald's food for life. They said this is a, a something that was out there in the lore, and they decided to make it real. You can share access to it with three of your family or friends, so they limit it to at least that. So. Like you could bring in four people and be like, Bam
3: There's one more so, limit, but it's still pretty good.
4: I mean, but if you're if the three people order enough for twelve people is there an
3: issue? Uh, yeah, what if you just kept going, you know? I will
4: have six Whoppers.
2: I know. When uh, Well, you're going to have a hard time getting those at McDonald's. I'll have six Mick Whoppers. <laughs> when, when you're up there ordering, and they say, anything else, anything else? If you just keep going, that's where the limit is, right? Is that what the other thing is?
3: No, the, the card entitles the owner up to two meals per week for 50 years.
2: Okay, so four, per life, week. four life only counts if you're only planning on living for the next 50 years, which might be good for me. But for some other folks, not so much. They said you can do this on the McDonald's app. Three grand prize winners will receive a McDonald's McGold card with a value of $1,040 per year for 50 years to be used at participating locations, as well as an additional $22,285 to help offset taxes. Uh, And there's, there's a lot of places that have stuff like this. I think Chipotle. Chipotle has some sort of crazy card like this, like the black card. And if you want Chipotle and you have the black card, all of it is free. And once a year, you can get an event catered for up to 50 huh. people for free if you have oh. the Chipotle black card. Is that card. a
4: sweepstakes or like you, you they subscribe? Give them, no, they
2: give them to like VIPs. Oh. So you need to get in with a marketing team over there at Chipotle and see if you can get in on that action. Our friend Moses DeWitt from the DeWitt Law Firm joins us. Hey, Mo. There he is. He's hanging out with us. Good good to have you. We're getting ready for Just Okay 7. We're only uh, ten days away, and
6: uh, exciting, exciting stuff.
2: <laughs> nobody's losing their minds or anything yeah. like that. Uh, how have you been? You've been busy, I'm sure. Always busy, sir. No, it's good for you, uh, or good for us, rather, that you were uh, stopping by today. We got—I'm oh, contractually obligated yeah. <laughs> we got to. We got tons of stuff to talk about, but uh, everybody is getting excited for the show. Uh, of course, if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, it's Saturday, December tenth. It's at Plaza Live. Mo will be there. Again, uh, yeah. guaranteed appearance guaranteed by Moe DeWitt
6: and the Just Call Mo crew. Fowler is there right now.
2: Is he really? Yeah, he's torn the premises oh, for boy. us. Oh, uh, boy. They might not let him in there. Uh, if they, they probably shouldn't if there's some if kind they, of thing. they're wise. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they want to be smart about things for sure. Uh, and I know there's going to be all kinds of things for people to do all around this event. So if you're somebody who hasn't gotten your tickets uh, yet, you want to do that now. Go over to the newsjunky.com and uh, bring those up. Do you have them at gold card, Moses? I do not. Do you have a black card at any of these restaurants? Because you seem like the one of have our, our friends at would. Black card? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that was cagey. <laughs> he definitely has one.
6: Do not say.
2: <laughs> I want something like this. I'll even take it from Burger King for God's sake. If they give me like a VIP card at one of these places,
6: you'll just live there from now
2: on. Yeah, of course. I can see that three, four times a week. Subway, if you'll have me, I'll even though the, you got the Jared stuff out there.
4: Oh, it's old news.
2: I'll, I'll push past that and I'll take the VIP. Stars. Sean
3: wants to be Jared too. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't phrase it that
2: way. I definitely don't want that to happen. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to uh, your dispatches here, work a couple of those in. We got jury duty on the way in just a moment. Uh, and let's see what we got here. Here is Slabba he's uh, uh, Mod God over on Discord. Let's see what he says.
3: Hey, junkies, happy today! oh, actually, cool. great show as usual. Uh, I just had a small request. Oh, no. if I could, uh, about the uh, Just Okay Seven. Um, I heard. You know, that I guess you're having a little troubles with uh, finding somebody to fire the taser. And uh, uh, there's no shortage is of that. My request to have God Mod Slabba Dabba fired at one of you guys. I uh, think that, that would be freaking hilarious. So let me know. I'll throw a poll up on the uh, Discord too. Oh, oh yeah. this
2: guy. <laughs> like, that's not going to be weighted. Here's the thing we have no shortage of people who would like to be the taser puller on stage. Here's the
3: poll on Discord. Should Mod God. Uh be allowed to tase uh, members of the show at Just Okay K7. Here are your choices. Yes, definitely, <laughs> Absolutely. oh, hell yes, <laughs> effing
2: awesome, yes. Uh, Mo, I don't know if you heard us talking about this, but... I don't listen to this show. You shouldn't.
4: Yeah. You're <laughs> well, contractually obligated. Yeah,
2: one of the weird <laughs> things that we came up with was we're going to do Country Roads Taze Me Home, where, uh, like an acoustic-style concert, the three of us go up to perform Country Roads, and then uh, somebody tases us as we do this. What what could possibly go wrong? Not a lot. Yeah, well, but we
4: actually were going to ask you like legally. Is there we'll, anything we'll draft we up need? some waivers? Right, we we were debating
2: whether or not you would participate in the the tasing action, or whether you would go. No, I'm not getting involved with that. I mean,
4: it's the people that decide. You would just be the one to. Yeah,
2: yeah. You you know all you do. To do the crowd would be telling you who to tase at mm-hmm. any point in time. Uh, Your thoughts on this, Man, I think I'll leave that to uh, to Slobba Dabba. (laughs) He's backing out of the... (laughs) Slobba's already got one vote. (laughs) I know Nation's Trucks would do it, (laughs) without a doubt.
6: What date did you say Just Okay was? Uh, I think it might be busy, though. Yeah,
2: Uh, yeah. no, you're there. uh, You're already
6: locked in. We've got you locked in. Uh, Let's see. I wouldn't miss it.
2: (laughs) We've got a bunch of other people chiming in today, and uh, there's a lot of people who really wanted to run down that poor shark girl. I'm not going to do any more of those. She's had enough. Um. Here's McDouble Lover talking about the cigarette situation.
7: Hey, Sean, Sabrina, hey. C-Lane. Talking about the uh, unappealing cigarettes. What about, you know, you crack that cigarette case open, you pull one out, it smells fine, put it in your mouth, light it up, and you, the smell is just terrible. Like They're not far smell, away from that. Like a rotten garbage <sighs> or trash smell. Like, I really think that would... Deter people from would even get used lighting to
1: it. Hit it up?
2: Probably, yeah. So what he said is they put all the messages on cigarette packs. Now, in Australia, they're going to put messages on the individual cigarettes that you smoke to try to deter people from doing it. And are they, what if they smelled when you smoked them?
4: Uh, based on, uh, or a quick question on the, the ink that they're going to put on the cigarettes itself, is that going to be... Are they adding another chemical for us to inhale?
2: I have no idea. So therefore idea.
4: killing us even faster?
2: It could come out like 50 years from now that that was the case. <laughs>
3: I, Actually. Think, I think what the dispatcher's talking about is they're just going to shove a bunch of human hair mm-hmm. in, Ew, the, in the ends of each cigarette bad. so that when you light it up, <laughs> it's plastic. Like burnt hair smell.
2: There's people who still smoke it. <laughs> still do it, even through that. Just soldier on as, as like, far as you can.
4: Secondhand smoke smells like crap. Like if mm-hmm. you've been in a smoking bar, you could you smell it on your skin or your clothes. Yeah. But that first whiff when a cigarette is lit is something that will like make the pupils go larger for any smoker.
2: If they take that away and they make it smell like really Fart. bad stuff, yeah, that's uh, oof, that, that's that's how you start revolutions. That's how wars begin. I think. Uh, When we come back, our friend Mo DeWitt will walk us through what's happening in jury duty. Obviously, we have uh, ridiculous questions for him. That's just the way things go around here, but some serious ones as well. And I got an email from somebody who wanted to stay anonymous, but they had a question for you, Moses. We'll get to that anonymous email and the question from Mo. It's coming up next on the News Junkie.
0: Three best friends diving into the deep end of internet culture. This is the News Junkie.
2: Jury duty in just a moment. Just talking about some of the plans for 10 days away from now. Just OK 7. We've uh, boosted things up here. And we're going to have more food trucks that are going to be at the event after the show, which will be cool for people while you're waiting for your Uber or your Lyft or whatever. You can go to these places. I'll tell you what they are a little bit closer to the event, but there's going to be like four of them. Uh, They're going to be out there with all sorts of options for food for people uh, so you can chill out, mingle with some other folks, get a bite to eat, and then get in your uh, ride on the way home after Just OK 7. So that should be pretty cool. Again, tickets over at thenewsjunkie.com. We've got them here, so let's jump into things. Let's take advantage of this time as best we can and get to this anonymous email. Let's do jury duty.
0: Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass. You're now on jury duty. With the News Junkie. Well, yes, our friend Mo DeWitt is
2: indeed here with us. Just call com. Uh, I always say proud sponsor of Just Okay 7. Are you? But then I wonder.
6: Ask him. It depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I question my decisions in life. All of, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so, then
4: again, you, su- you signed it off. So. Yeah, yeah you're, 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 in too deep.
2: you're in too deep. You can't get out of there. Like much now. of us. <laughs> uh, tips at the News com and anonymous emails. And they say, uh, hi, Junkie. I wish to remain anonymous. Excuse me. I wish to remain anonymous. I have a question for Mo regarding an incident that happened at a hospital in the state of West Virginia. I was taken to the hospital at the beginning with symptoms that would later be correlated with end stage kidney failure. My blood pressure was extremely high. Listen to this. Around 260 over 130 at
6: the time. That seems bad. That's very, nope. well, very bad. I tell funny. you, I
4: still don't understand how those numbers work. It's supposed to be,
2: what, 120 over
6: 80, I think? is normal, but even, ele- you know, like, I think 180 gets into, like, stroke level. Yeah, like, if, if
2: there was a meter, and this would be in the red. This would yeah, be, like all, like, all the way over in the danger zone. The red, yeah. uh, they said, well, trying to lower those numbers, there was an accident, which resulted in nerve damage, which left me blind. I was given an IV medication that was supposed to be administered only by a cardiologist. However, it was administered by a normal emergency room doctor that did not hold that specialization. While on this medicine, I started to notice the room was getting darker, and I alerted the nursing staff, but was left on the medication despite my concerns. No one there seemed to be able to figure out what was going on as I was given diagnosis such as multiple sclerosis, stroke, and several others. So they don't know what's wrong with this guy. They just know something's going bad. They gave him this medication that somebody else was supposed to administer, and he was his vision was fading. I transferred to another hospital in the state, which specialized in neurology and vision issues. It is their opinion that the medication was the direct cause. I'm having trouble getting any lawyers to take this case because the records from the hospital... I uh, went to first say that the medication was stopped hours before I had system uh, symptoms. Rather, I don't understand that sentence. This, oh, but the person is, you know, obviously visually right. impaired who's uh, doing writing this. So it's
6: a way to criticize the writing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I, I realized that as I was saying. Exhibit A. This, of course, is not what I remember, nor is this reflected in the records from the second hospital. In my opinion, it looks like they modified the record to cover their own ass. This would not be the first time they've been accused of doing something shady like this. My question to Mo would be, what, if any, course of action would I have to take? I know this is a difficult situation, considering it's my word against theirs, and the fact that I already had some vision issues to begin with. Uh, and he said the one good thing that came out of my month long hospital stay was me uh, listening to the show. That's how Aww. we started listening to the show. He's he's like early twenties, and all Jeez, this happening. I'm like, that's whoa, nuts. my god! So obviously, this is a situation with a hospital, and you know, malpractice questions come into play. But w- what do you think? What is there
6: anything somebody like this can do? Well, first of all, it's West Virginia, so I don't know West Virginia law. I can only kind of <laughs> answer country
4: roads.
6: <laughs> I can kind of answer assuming that it took place in Florida. Uh-huh. So in Florida, you have to show that the doctor breached the standard of care. And so, you know, one of the allegations here is that it should only have been the drug should only have been administered by a cardiologist. Right. You know, there could be a, an argument that, you know, the standard of care, given that his blood pressure was so high, was to have the emergency room do it as soon as possible right. to prevent, you know. This, you know, for further damages. So
2: like if it was a a drug that was supposed to be administered by a cardiologist, they might say in cases of an emergency, somebody else can do this, too.
6: Right. Because in Florida, basically, before you file a, a medical malpractice action, you have to go through this whole pre suit scenario where you have to hire an expert who is an expert in that field. So, you know, if it's pediatrics or if it's cardiology, whatever the actual malpractice is, you have to hire an expert in that field who's a doctor in that area, who will say they breached the standard of care. Okay, and They have to sign an affidavit saying you know, it is their opinion that they breached the standard of care. So it's a pretty high threshold.
3: Is that expensive to do? I mean, it seems, oh, yeah. it seems like if a family was down and out and you know, were victims of medical malpractice, that would make it just another hurdle uh, in the way of them seeking justice.
6: Well, I mean, that's why, you know, with medical malpractice cases, the attorneys usually take them on a contingency fee basis, mm-hmm. and then they only get paid if they win. And usually if they don't win, the person doesn't owe any money. Right. And so, you know, while I've hired those experts before. It's usually about $10,000 just to get that affidavit. What? From the expert. Yeah. Because you know, they're a doctor. They, yeah. They're not cheap. Right. Um, and usually they're a pretty highly trained doctor because they're a specialist in that field. And, and your case kind of
2: hinges on the
6: expert. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you can't even start the case without the expert, frankly. But you know, the question here is, you know, something to do with the medical records. There's an allegation that they may have changed the medical records. If you can get an attorney in West Virginia to dig into that further, I'm sure there's probably logs as far as you know what time they took that drug out of the, the hospital pharmacy. Mm-hmm. There's probably other areas where they can kind of double or triple check the records to see if everything adds up. And that would be part of an overall medical malpractice investigation. But you know, first they basically have to say at least, if under Florida law, assuming this was to happen in Florida, was there a breach of the standard of care? Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes things do go wrong in the medical field. Right,
2: they can't be perfect.
6: Right, but it may not breach that standard of care, which may not lead to a, a lawsuit or a potential medical malpractice. Man, case. that's a tough situation to be in. Yeah, I mean, honestly, on uh, medical malpractice cases, you know, we probably are generally attorneys kind of sign up one out of what, every hundred. So about mm-hmm. 1% actually have a case. So they're very, very tough cases. They're long cases. They they take a long time in court. They're expensive to run for the, from the attorney's perspective. As the hospitals and, have
2: big pockets too? Oh, they you know, they deep do. Deep pockets.
6: Um, and you know, oftentimes with these very serious cases, um, there can be you know large damages at the end. But it is a, a long process to get there, and a lot of times very frustrating for the the person who was injured, oh, or, or sometimes even
3: you know the family of a loved one who was killed.
2: I could imagine that would be the case. You know, we we were.
3: Is there a situation where there are doctors that go, hey? I'm not making a whole bunch of money doctoring right now. No, I'm be I lawyer to be do, a doctor. I need to do more of these uh, <laughs> uh, be an expert at the malpractice case kind of deals. Like, do you see the same doctors show up for these uh, regularly, or is it just kind of depending on what the specificity of the case is? Sp- specificity. specificity. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew I, was, I knew I, I dropped a the syllable there somewhere. <laughs> uh, how specific the case is. So it,
6: it the, the doctor that shows up is always, you know, a doctor in the field of that case. Otherwise, they don't really have the credibility. But certainly there are doctors who testify quite often. Yeah. Um, Especially you know, in big cases. Yeah. Usually you want a doctor who's still practicing as not just a professional expert witness, because that's something that the other side's going to kind of try to use to discredit. They'll them chip away. Yeah, yeah. When's
2: the last time you actually practiced medicine and all that stuff? Yeah.
6: Or when's the last time you testified in favor of the defense or the, the other side, basically. Yeah. You know, you're basically... You always only testify to this side. This
2: exposes what... I was talking about this uh, earlier in the week, Mo, and and we've had a conversation about this before. A thing that I find so interesting is that there's like an entire cottage industry out there of these experts, and you can get usually some sort of expert. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're usually less credible if they're going to be on some wild case and come up with some, some harebrained theory, but you can basically... Get an expert to get up on the stand no matter what your case is. And it's, it's a weird world when you get into that. And, like, the guy who was one of the experts in the Casey Anthony trial, I, okay. I he was also, I think, an expert in the, the staircase murder trial that also had a docu-series about okay. it. He, like,
6: there all sorts of high-profile cases that guy was involved in. Yeah, I mean, so, once you're kind of involved in one high-profile case, I think other high-profile cases kind of look they to They go after you. Yeah. They're
2: like, this is the guy for, for defense attorneys yeah, or for like whatever. Yeah, like
3: Johnny Cochran style. Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca.
6: Uh,
2: we were covering the uh, Austin Haroof uh, case. And if you don't know, this is this guy who um, is a young guy, and he ends up attacking this uh, elderly couple in their garage.
6: Oh yeah, I remember this case. I heard you guys talking about it the other day.
2: He even like ate the face of one of these people. It was clearly to me like a psychotic so break. You do listen. That was that was that. <laughs> damn it. Uh, and and in court, you know, they had these proceedings going on. And the family gets to go up, the, the family of the victims, to give these mm-hmm. victim statements. And we were kind of confused as to at what point in the process does that happen? Is that usually before the verdict that the family gets to get up there and do that? And is that required in all cases?
6: So it's typically after the verdict. It's not required, but it's permitted. You know, It's up to whether the family wants to give a victim statement or if any victim wants to give a victim statement. And they're typically considered by the judge for sentencing. Mm-hmm. So they, they've already gone through the guilt phase. This is now the sentencing phase where they're hearing from the victims. Okay. All
2: right. That makes sense. So it still can't have an impact, actually. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, if it's, act, if it's after the verdict, what are you doing? But the sentencing part is very important, too. And also the the judge in this case, very tough case, um, because as I was kind of trying to outline this, I'm like, I, in a weird way, feel bad for the kid who is in this situation or this young man He's now in his mid-20s his life is going to be gone. He's going to probably be in a mental facility for maybe the rest of his life or whatever. Um, Because I don't think he had any intent on, on doing that that day. I think he was just in a psychological uh, trap basically. So when a judge determines that, um, is it like a long process to be able to prove if you're going to be able to land that not guilty by reason of insanity?
6: So, I mean, there's, there's that issue, and then there's the issue of whether they can even stay in trial because they have to understand what's going on. So in this case, it seems like the individual could understand what was going on. It was basically a temporary insanity mm-hmm. based on whatever drugs or substances he was on. So essentially, he doesn't have the men's ray or basically the mental intent to commit the crime. So the example they gave us in law school was, yeah, I think there was a case where the, the guy had killed a, an elderly person or an elderly couple or something like that. He was no. a, a caretaker mm-hmm. for the person. And I think he had hit the person with a golf club and he was, he was having some sort of mental psychotic episode. He goes, I thought I was playing golf. And so he had no idea that there was a person there. Yeah. Kind of the same thing here. He's detached from reality, He's detached from reality. It's not that um, he, they don't know what they're even doing essentially is the defense.
2: Yeah. Um. Man. So yeah,
6: there's a whole process. There's a whole, again, talking about experts, all these mental health experts who have to evaluate the person, see if they're credible as far as what their story is and whether they did have any idea what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. And that's almost a whole another trial, mini trial right. in of itself before the actual. Sounds complicated, field trial and that, takes place.
2: that's that's why this thing has taken. It was six years yeah. on from this occurring. It was that much time that had gone by. Uh, and the last question I wanted to ask you, real quick: We've been following this murder mystery in Idaho. These University of Idaho students, four of them, found dead in this uh, off-campus house that they lived in. Mm-hmm. It was like three stories. Um, a little over 2,000 square feet, like a place that was built just for students to have small rooms. Student housing, I feel. Yeah, and uh, they said some of them had, like, defensive wounds. Some of them may have been, like, uh, killed in their sleep or whatever. But when you have an investigation going on like this, the police are incredibly tight-lipped. If a parent of a, of one of the victims gets an attorney, can they... Access any more information to like, hey, I want to know what's going on here with my child. Are you actually making any progress here? Do they get like a path to speak to investigators so that they're fully informed of what's going on?
6: So usually when there's an ongoing investigation, they don't have to release all the information. So you know, this comes up a lot here in Florida because we have very broad public records laws, sunshine laws. So mm-hmm. we're typically, you know, as an attorney or even as a, you know, just a citizen. You can do a public records request and get a lot of information. Yes, you can. <laughs> nah. Did we ever get my
4: uh, body cam footage? Was that ever in the works? I forgot who was in charge of that. Do you uh, guys remember oh, what for, I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, when the cops
2: uh, came over to tell you to stop,
6: uh, uh, to turn down the music. I'm sure Fowler's on top of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please, we'll never get it done. Next um, year. But one of the exceptions, if there's an ongoing investigation, they can withhold some of that information during the investigation and wait to release it. So, you know i would imagine even with an attorney in a place like idaho mm-hmm. you're probably unless you know somebody just feels like being nice to you you're probably not getting any information while the investigation's ongoing that's until tough. it's released to the public. Yeah,
2: that's a tough position to be in. All right, thank you, Mo Dewitt of the Dewitt Law Firm. Just call Mo dot com. You want to hang out with us, or you got to go? Uh,
6: got a few minutes. All right, sweet. Okay.
2: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. We got the greatest, or maybe the worst, story in the world. We'll see how that goes. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Real
0: forever hovering over life's great dump button. You're listening to The News Junkie.
2: The greatest story in the world, or maybe the worst, on the way in just a moment. Still hanging out with our friend Mo DeWitt just call JustCallMo.com. We've been talking about just okay 7 which is coming up on Saturday December 10th. Uh it was a lot more comfortable when it was like 2 months away, but now <laughs> it's like 10 days you go, "Oh, a lot of days for something to go wrong." But I think everything is is rolling along. We are we're working for like the last minute stuff right now just to make sure that you have moments while you're there where you're like, "Oh man, you know, there's like those aha moments are what really makes just Okay special. Uh, and, of course, then the big performances on the stage at Plaza Live. This is uh, the thing you, you're going to want to be there for. So go over to thenewsjunkie.com and get your tickets now. And I regret to inform you. I hate to say it. Oh,
3: no. But it's not.
4: Sabrina was right.
2: No, it's uh, not the greatest story in the world. It's the worst story in the
1: world. no,
6: there ain't no escaping us so
2: And the trophy for the worst story in the world today goes to some parents in New Zealand. (laughs) Mo, I'm glad we have you around for this, because when I read this, I was like, my God. I mean, I guess this is like a tough legal conundrum or something, but this is weird to me. This story that's making the rounds today says, parents in New Zealand are refusing to allow their four-month-old baby to be given heart surgery... If blood from a donor who is vaccinated against COVID nineteen is used during the procedure, so their child, their their infant needs heart surgery, and they're like, if any vaccinated blood is in this process, we
3: don't want it. We don't want that. That even being tested Uh, is
4: that indicated?
3: uh, Yeah, like like when you're. is there a check mark on the bag of blood that says this person that donated this blood is vaccinated for COVID? I don't know if they're they're yeah, keeping track.
2: Yeah, they, they might be, but uh, they said in a video interview, the parents said their child had been diagnosed with severe pulmonary valve stenosis and needed surgery almost immediately. But they didn't want any vaccinated blood. They said tainted blood,
1: oh, uh, tainted by vaccination. Tainted blood. That's
2: the end of the deal. We're fine with anything else these doctors do. This brings up a lot of similar unfortunately cases mo where you might see there's been uh, vegan parents who will be trying to feed an infant like a vegan diet and the infant is mm. clearly uh, malnutrition is, is right. set in and stuff and the parents are like nope this is our decision here obviously this is new zealand so who the hell knows what's going on over there but if that happened in the u.s and as a result. Um, the baby's kind of stuck in the middle, who, who makes the decision? Do the parents get to make the decision? Like, no, we can't use this life
6: saving blood. Well, if the surgery is, you know, life threatening, which it sounds like it is, I mean, typically in the U S unless it's a religious exemption, then, you know, usually they're going to kind of force the child to have the life saving surgery. And mm. we've, there's been some cases like this with blood transfusions because there's certain religions who don't believe in blood transfusions. Yeah. And the last I looked at that, they were still being upheld, where the parents could say it's against our religious belief, and under religious freedom, the courts would uphold uphold that. That's correct. and say, and the and the children would die because they didn't get blood transfusion, and the
2: parents wouldn't face any consequences.
6: No, not in those. Situations. Wow, it's
2: um, <laughs> <That's> insane. Yeah, <laughs> is- I
6: don't. It's been a number of years since I looked at that. It could have changed since then, but last I, I looked at it, it has certainly been upheld in some cases.
3: Now, and if that happened, and uh, the doctor said uh there's there's no way i could live with this on my conscience i have to save this baby's life the doctor could get malpractice for saving the baby's life because he went yeah <laughs> what an upside that's down nuts, world
6: that's nuts man <laughs> yeah because they they don't have consent to do the procedure and the consent comes from the parent oh
2: god yeah i mean that that's a tough one because at some point you're like yes i think parents should be able to make the most important decisions about their children. But what you don't factor in there is that there are some parents that are stupid that are deathly stupid, you know, like their, their ignorance can be deadly. And if they start throwing this stuff out, you're like, wow, what matters more the parents rights or the right for the child to be alive, which seems to be the most pertinent thing to look out for. It's one tough. would think, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's
6: tough. one would think they would want their kid to be alive, yeah, you know, kind of no matter what. God, uh, man, or, that you know,
2: that, or that make is make them healthy. It's a lot to to deal with, and that's what those parents are doing. And they're like out there doing interviews about it, like in the public, you know. Oh, god. Uh, all these stories, when you see them, you're like, uh, I'm glad that I didn't grow up anywhere near that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that didn't happen to me. Makes, your
6: parents may not have been perfect, but you know, makes you thankful for the right,
2: rest Yeah. At least they weren't that crazy. At least they didn't kill me. Yeah. I mean, my dad would toss out something crazy every now and then, you know, he got, he, he'd get tricked by the email forwards and you know, mm, stuff yeah. like that. But that's all fairly harmless yeah. compared to some of this other stuff that we see. All uh, right, let's go over to you. We have a neglected you, and that neglect stops now. I want to see what you have on your mind. We're going to go to some dispatches. Uh, let's see. Let's go over to Squilly. Here he is.
3: Hey everybody! Happy today. Hey, and a happy birthday to my friend Paco. Happy He's, uh, birthday. He's one of my clients' dogs. He turned twelve what? years old today. <laughs> He's a dog. Uh, yeah. Paco works at uh, Children's, or worked at at Children's Hospital. He's retired now. Oh But uh, he was a comfort companion for uh, for sick kids. So he worked hard, and he he was a good boy. He still is a good boy, and now he's enjoying the spoils of retirement. Does so, he listen to the show? Paco. I hope so.
6: I hope Paco's big fan. Paco's a big fan. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I always think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> he with dogs. Like, it's, so, it's still kind of weird to me. Like, I know that when a dog is working, you know, you're not supposed to pet it, and then I guess you can if it's not working. Mm-hmm. When they say a dog is retired, like it took a five and five, <laughs> it took a package. <laughs> But I, uh, I uh, want the dog to be on like a lounge
2: chair, like a barca yeah. lounge and like kicking back on the beach or something.
3: Like a little doggy Mai Tai. Yeah. Uh, smoking a cigar. Yeah,
2: some, some sunglasses, uh, perhaps.
3: Uh, that's the little world Little doggy strippers around him. unfortunately glass of bad spaniel.
2: I don't know if, if Paco's life looks exactly as we're uh, drawing it out here. Here's, oh, I'm sorry, Mo, uh, for the username. Here's Big Daddy Longstroke with a dispatch.
6: Right here. Happy tomorrow, news junkies. Hey. Does anybody else hear this? When Sea uh, Lane says Ashley, we're anticipating him h- him saying actually, and we're waiting for him to drop the bomb on somebody, and then it just goes into some story about eating dinner over the weekend. <laughs> right. um, so just <laughs> wow,
2: sorry,
3: my story's so
6: boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Big Daddy Longstroke. I think that might be a just you thing. I think you might be the only people one. people are going to
4: agree with him. They're like, nah, now that you mention
2: it, <laughs> uh, C-Lane does actually a lot. Have you ever been caught on the other end of a C-Lane actually? Mo? I'm sure I have. Yeah. I, lo- I love
3: everything C-Lane Actually,
2: actually. <laughs> he's doing it right
3: now. I, I, would, I would never actually Moses because <laughs> he's never wrong.
2: Oh, now you're just kissing ass.
3: He's contr- yeah
4: contractually it, obligated. To yeah,
3: now, it. now we've
2: left the realm of reality here. Uh, although I do think he's right. The
1: now. <laughs> <at this> <laughs> Damn
3: it! You walked me into a trap. And Moses is extremely
1: <laughs> good
4: did. looking. That was a and kind
6: absolute trap. We're really going for those tips today?
4: <laughs> Wait, you get you pay them? Yeah, yeah. You don't get tips every, every week. I pay you. Yeah. I did not get tips. Oh, I look at my spam folder.
2: Yeah, so there's probably a whole bunch of those emails in there. Uh, let's do one more for right now. Here is. uh oh, I'm not going to play this one because it used a curse word in the description. Um. Here's Jelly Roger, a Jolly Roger, talking about my pillow for some oh, reason. Jelly
3: Roger sounds fun. Though. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> Got it.
2: Here it is. Hello, my pillow guy.
6: You guys want to put this guy to to bed already? Somebody, please, for the love of God, put this guy to death.
1: Oh, 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 oh my oh, God! Come
6: on now. But. Putting a bed ready with his uh, pillows and his
4: shoes. We well, haven't talked about him in weeks. What, the what hell? are you talking about? <laughs> this psychopath,
2: buddy.
3: It's a death threat, sir. Is
2: it's a death threat to the my pillow guy? Is he, is
3: he hearing commercials with Mr. Lindell? I him? don't know. How does Lindell have a budget for commercials? I, I guess there's still some pillow buyers out. Hey, there. Hey, but we
4: love all yeah. our advertisers.
2: No, he's not one of our advertisers, though, is he?
4: I don't know I don't why. Know. Can we? I wish we had a follow-up. We send him a dispatch. Like, hey, we don't know what you're talking about, man. Do we really want to engage?
2: I don't know, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's threatening yes. the death of people Filler,
4: baby oh, Filler. Sounds All like right. good content to make. Yeah, Thank is. you, Moses It is
2: indeed content, it's the darkest kind of content this But still, is content. it is content <laughs> Alright, we're going to hear more from you As we roll on, we're going to catch up real quick When we come back, a motorcyclist uh, Filmed the most Unbelievable accident It's amazing this guy survived And he is still around to tell his story So that is coming up next On the news
0: Junkie. App
1: radio. App. App
0: the game of magnets taking over the world one terrible person at a time. This is the news junkie. Uh,
7: and what comes next? Probably pigs in the sky if I had to guess.
2: Just 10 short days away from Just OK 7, and your tickets, they're ready for you. You just got to make the move. Go to thenewsjunkie.com and buy yours now. We want to see you Saturday, December 10th, at Plaza Live for Just OK 7. Mo, if you had Mo Fest, if you had your own gigantic concert, who would be headlining that show? Well get your tickets now for Mofest, December tenth. No,
4: no way with
6: <laughs> us? Just what? call Mo, dot
4: com fest. Yeah, What
2: are you
6: doing here? It will um, be in the parking lot of the Plaza Live. The
2: Just Call Mo.com fest. who would be the
6: dream headliner? I you mean, should fill
4: out the the do you have sp- um
2: spot,
6: the, sp- the Spotify thing? Yeah. I think I do. I have to go look at it. I'm you didn't sure.
4: see what your uh, your headliners were?
6: There's I a- mean, all nickelback, uh, Florida Georgia <laughs> line, oh, Backstreet yeah, Boys. Yeah, you know, buddy. The, the,
2: There's a couple of those right now. The one that Sabrina's talking about, we were messing around with it during a break yesterday, and somebody made this thing where you connect it to your Spotify account, and it takes all your most played songs, and it makes like a three-day festival with all your favorites on there.
4: I had a lot of dead people in mind. It's going to be hard to put the festival together. You're probably not going to be able to
2: make that happen. Uh, uh, The holograms thing is something that they kept talking about, but has there ever been a a hologram on actual tour yet? I believe EBA.
4: If not 2023, they kick it off. I ABBA hologram, even though I believe they're also still alive. Mm-hmm. Winnie Houston was supposed to be a hologram tour. Yeah. And then, God, there was a third one?
6: I don't know. <sighs> I forget I, now, but I, I, a big like one. It's like flying cars. Like like, I hey, had a couple of years. I'll we'll have a flying car. Right. And then no, no one's the have discussion
2: keeps happening, but then you never see like an opportunity for you to check that out.
4: Big thing is the metaverse concerts now. Mm-hmm. They had Ozfest in metaverse that was apparently ripped apart online afterwards. Wasn't good. Uh, it looked ridiculous. And then they uh, announced uh, Notorious B.I.G. Um, in the metaverse. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I watched something
2: yesterday, and um, it was about Walmart. And Walmart had built a, a little world in the metaverse. And, Walmart did? And when when people say metaverse, I think sometimes people are talking about different things. But I mean, like Roblox is... T- people call Roblox the metaverse. But you don't, you don't have a VR headset on to play Robo- uh, Roblox. You just move the character around.
3: I mean, I think if you were to do a virtual concert or like a live stream concert or VR headset where you're, you're in a concert seat and you're watching this go down. Mm-hmm. If we have to do this, if we have to go in this direction... I think something like Notorious Big would be good because we're not going to see them. Yeah, all it not, doesn't so matter. Yeah, might as well, you know, you know, figure things out with dead people first.
2: Everybody's doing the same thing right now, and the thing that I saw for Walmart <laughs> is like this: this whole world you go into, and Wally World. In one place, they said um, there's Netflix trivia with Noah Schnapp. And uh, do you know who Noah Schnapp oh, is? Oh, nope. Stranger Things. Yeah, he's, he's the first kid that went missing on Stranger Things. Oh, uh, he's
4: the one that's getting bullied at college.
2: Uh, and he, so they're like, trivia with him. And you're like, oh, is, is he just kind of chilling out all day, waiting for people to go over and doing trivia with him? And the guy goes over in, in Walmart World on Roblox, and he goes to where the trivia thing is. And there's Noah uh, from Stranger Things. He's actually there. But... He filmed it on his phone in front of like some crappy background. Oh. <laughs> it was like, hey guys, I got a couple of trivia questions for you. I'm like, that son of a bitch probably got a quarter million dollars for. <laughs> <He's>
4: <laughs> they like- didn't even send him a green screen. They're like, well, cut no. the check, just do it outside of the dorm room.
2: I mean, it was, it was bad. It was like you told your friend, hey, uh, record a quick video for me and just say hello to me. And then that's what they sent back. And it was like, Holy cow, I mean, this is what life is like when you're on that level. Somebody will go, you're, you're sitting watching television with your friends, and you're like, can you pause that for a second? got to go make a quarter million dollars filming something stupid for Walmart. Real quick. in their metaverse Roblox <laughs> thing. And they, then they had this huge concert venue, which is weird because it's the metaverse. It doesn't, like, it's not, I'm not impressed if your concert venue is big. It's, right. it's just the metaverse. And so they have this huge concert venue where nobody is A
3: million-seat concert
2: venue. <laughs> There's nobody there. And the guy that was, like, adventuring around this Walmart metaverse land, he goes, let me see how many people are here right now. Uh, And there's, like, a little chat, and there's people fighting in the chat because, of course. But he looked, and he's like, Walmart built this. They probably spent a lot of money on this. Uh, They probably thought this is a great marketing opportunity. They released all kinds of press releases. There was all sorts of news articles about it. And when he was in Walmart land in the Metaverse, there was 22 people there. Mm. <laughs> oh <my laughs> 22. God, so bad. Pe- <laughs> the smallest Walmart in the country probably has more than 22 people in it right now. Probably
6: but just working there.
2: Yeah. Better than their first offering, which I don't know if anybody remembers that. But their first one was thinking that you wanted to virtually go into uh, a Walmart and like pick stuff off the, off the shelves and... Fill up your, your virtual grocery cart. What the
6: yeah, hell? Cause I just love shopping so much <laughs> that I want to virtually do uh, it now. I enjoy the experience. And not actually getting it. Uh, how about this? You just know what I
2: want and give it to me. That's, <laughs> that would be great. That's good. But you're like, no, this, this experience is so good. You want to
3: fake shop at the grocery store. And then you know what they're going to do. Some people do like shopping that much though. I'll, I'll give you that. They're going to upsell you in the digital world. Cause remember what uh, a big deal it was? Like people loved that game where you virtually pressure wash things. Yes, there's a lot of them like that.
4: That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of The fact like that this. both of you agreed to it. I mean, it, the pressure washing, have you? I can see big. the therapeutic um, attributes to pressure washing. But then yeah. when you have to do it as a task, I mean, I am immediately within the first quarter, little tiny square that I'm done. pressure washing, done. Yeah. I'm Googling now. Who can pressure wash my house today because that's when I had it planned.
2: Yeah, I feel like people for some reason who don't actually go outside like to virtually do mundane outside tasks. Yeah. Wait a second, you don't go outside. <laughs> well, I have not planned it. Well, not yet. I haven't played Pressure Washer Pro yet, but I'm almost I'm there.
3: I do enjoy playing those games because I've never uh, worked in this particular industry playing those games where you're running a restaurant and people are coming up and giving you their orders and you got to make stuff. Courtney has all all of them. Those are fun, man. I
2: I would look over and she's like, what are you doing? Oh, this is my pizza restaurant. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Next week, she's like, I was like, you're not making pizzas anymore? And uh, she's like, now it's ramen. (laughs) I'm doing the ramen restaurant. And then she's like, doing the cupcake. I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? There's so many of them.
6: I mean, it's kind of like, I guess, when I was a real estate developer in Sim City. Kind of same idea. <laughs> it's a roller coaster type. I just driver.
2: made him yeah. do it all the time. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of a lot of people that get roped into that stuff, but the Walmart thing was
3: embarrassing. Great, great career as a city planner Moses DeWitt had.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Short-lived. But good. Uh, I oh, I like to play with those games, but I just never have gotten deep into any of these video games. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. I suck at them. I, I'm t-
6: I don't. I don't have the hand. Hand eye coordination no, to
2: do me it either. Yeah, and I, like when I was young, and I should have had the most hand eye coordination. Still terrible. I'd be playing these games, and I would just go, "Why? Why am I playing?" And you're not. <laughs> Everybody else is better than me at this. Uh, let's work in um, another dispatch real quick. I don't know why this is a thing right now, but Young BCG wants to talk about the My Pillow guy too.
3: What's up, junkies? Hey. Happy Wednesday. Uh, providing a bit of context for the weird My Pillow threat guy earlier. Uh, <laughs> there have been moments. Like, prior to your show coming back on, uh, commercial-wise, where
2: you would hear advertisements for Mike Lindell's uh, book that he released. Oh, really? they do tend to come in uh, every now and then, now and again. Well, you gotta understand. Now
1: and then and
4: again.
2: Young BCG, now more than ever, we have no idea what you're hearing on the show for commercials. Because, we only
4: know when uh, we have multiple complaints about the same thing.
2: Yes, that that's the only way we know that some of like that's going on because if you're listening on iHeart, you're getting one set of commercials. If you're listening on any radio station, you're getting another set of commercials. If you're listening to the podcast, you're getting another set of commercials. It's like, don't, From an
3: awesome guy. Yeah, we, we, <laughs>
2: well, I don't know about that. I got some emails. The people saying the podcast wasn't working yesterday. Oh gosh. Uh, I checked. Yes. It, it seemed to work to me. Yeah. I don't know what the, what the you got a special one. one. Uh, maybe I. Yeah, maybe I got the VIP podcast link. Uh, okay. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break and come back with the final dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut, and today I learned to wrap everything up for a Wednesday. That's coming up next on the News Junkie.
0: their best friends unless they're fighting are they fighting it's the news
1: junkie
2: final dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut and today we're going to wrap everything up for a wednesday Hey, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We appreciate that. If you missed any of the show, you can always grab the podcast over at thenewsjunkie.com. Hopefully, that's working. Hopefully, Sealand didn't break it. Hopefully, it's uh, operational and uh, functioning as it should be. It
3: it was available for me on the app. Sometimes
2: sometimes they start complaining, and I find out you're right. It's user error. Mm -hmm. and They're they're the ones who are being the dummies in this situation, but I, I don't know. We'll see. You could go over there and get that uh, link on the com. Get your tickets to just okay seven while you're over there. That's ten short days away. Thanks to our sponsor, justcallmo.com. Big stage sponsor uh, at the event is going to be that mortgage guy, Don, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, an exclamation uh, point. And uh, Nation's Trucks is going to be there. Those are our big friends over at Nation's Trucks. I shouldn't say our big friends. I should say. Massive uh, friends. What are you trying to say, Sean? <laughs> good, our good friends, our sexy friends, our fantastic friends over at Nation's Trucks. And um, now the newer sponsor that's jumping on board is. Our beer sponsor, Three Mavens Brewery, I believe, yep. and uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about them as the event gets closer. But we're excited to have all of them on board, and we hope we have you on board too. If you like the show, if you want to support things, go over to the website and get your tickets for Just OK Seven at thenewsjunkie.com. dot Or
4: we will sue you using the Moses Doyle Law Firm.
2: Yes, um, it's going to be hard to sue what? all these people, but uh, we'll talk about it after yeah, the show. Yeah, we will have to figure out a strategy here. Thank you, Mo, for hanging out with us. You're welcome. We appreciate you. Always good to have you. <laughs> he's, yeah. what, he's a busy what you man. Have he's like Shark do? Girl. No, he's he's doing a, p- a pressure washer simulator over there. Work on my <laughs> robots.
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> uh, uh, speaking of robots, <laughs> <we're>, wait, <laughs> I haven't set the... No, no, I know, I know, I know. we're working, working on maybe having something at Just Okay Seven that might.
4: I wonder what it may be. Well,
2: we'll, we'll see. It we might be getting your attention in, in a lot of different ways, as you. Uh, go through that uh, venue. You're going to have fun at this this thing for sure. All right, let's do the final dispatches. We might as well, right? Let's work these in. And uh, Mo, tell me if they are terrible. You can roast these people if you'd like. You know, you could I judge. Never. You could, though, if you want to. Could. Here's Wynn chiming in about the shark girl that everybody decided to pile on today. Please be nice to her. Good afternoon, junkies. Hey.
0: I got to tell you, on this shark girl story, if that were me and that happened...
2: That story will get bigger and bigger every single time I told it. Yeah, I think that's natural when you have a shark attack story on your hands. Let's try. Uh, here's Swindelino. He's got a message for Sabrina. It says, Sabby Cat. What up? what up?
6: Sabrina, uh, Kurt Langer, 800 at Gmail. I sent you my second single, clean. I know it, it's not, not for like to, to try to perform or anything. Just for you guys to check it out. So okay. hit me on IG. Let me know what you think about it. I'll harass you all year for maybe next year. <laughs> no, I'm just Okay. Kidding. Can't wait to see you guys' performance. Can't wait to hang out with y'all. Nice. Turns.
5: Talk to y'all later. smek doom
2: Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Let's work at just a couple more before we wrap everything up today. Here's Timid Turtle.
7: You know, someone should really take that Mark Zuckerberg guy and put him to
2: bed.
3: Okay. You know, stop <laughs> T- trying to, to off nice people on the desk.
7: Disc- Make sure
2: that pillow's fluffed really put into bed <laughs> he went another bruises. way with it all right he stayed away from the death threats this time <laughs> it's probably a smart idea to do that just for the record God. uh okay um uh, do... we'll just
4: we have to get in touch with you about something soon I hey think. that's not us that's on the, the person who said that this bad oh yeah we have the disclaimer that's yeah, not on us yeah, right they, they got wild that's not us the if legal ger- jargon
2: we, if you come on this show and you launch a death threat at somebody else uh, it's, uh, you you got a Be responsible for what you said. Uh, That's just the way it goes. Unfortunately, that person may get hounded for that. We'll see what happens. All right, let's do the stories that didn't make the cut. Brought to you by our friends at Nations Trucks, our big friends at Nations Trucks, as I said. You can find the big truck of your dreams over there on the lot. They got everything from lifted trucks, which they have the biggest lifted truck selection in the state of Florida. This is correct. They got a ton of them. I see happy, smiling faces of people on the Nation's Trucks Instagram. Holding hands. All the time, holding hands right next to their big new trucks. And you could be the next person to do that. You I always it.
3: love it when they post a new one and it, it, somebody needs a ladder to get into the truck they just bought. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's a lot of those That's on the awesome. lot. You can find everything you need, whether it's like a work truck or a lifted truck. Big or truck, whatever.
6: little trucks, all small trucks, all trucks. Everything. All the trucks. Tonka. and <laughs> <At> Nation's Trucks. <laughs> They're all there.
2: Go to the website, nationstrucks.com. This motorcyclist that I was talking about was in Malibu, and uh, he had a camera on his motorcycle, uh, and it recorded the the moments a stolen Lexus crashed into a truck, which then spun around and crashed into this guy. Into? And they said, all of a sudden, there's a truck coming at my face. He said... Been recording his ride, excuse me.
3: Did you plan this to be right after the big nation trucks plug? <laughs> Should
2: we do a disclaimer? This was, it truck was not, not a nation truck truck, no, just for the record. They said they've been recording their ride on the PCH that's the Pacific Coast Highway, I believe, and he stopped at a red light, and his video shows a man who had just been released from rehab who stole a twenty seventeen Lexus
4: right out of rehab.
2: Right out of rehab into a stolen car. A so, So it looks like the rehab worked very well for this person. Barreled through the intersection and hit this pickup truck that hit him. And this guy spent 11 days in the hospital. They said he barely pulled through. He had several surgeries. And he said, here's what uh, his life is like at this very moment. I've got nine broken ribs. Nine broken ribs. I nine. I can't cough, sneeze, Clear my throat, blow my nose. Eating and drinking is a massive challenge. It's very painful.
4: I can't give this full quote.
2: Uh, he he was able to do the interview, but uh, just barely, they said. He was very uh, I mean, sh-
3: uncomfortable. Shouldn't they have replaced all his ribs if he broke nine of them? Uh, nine.
2: Is that from the pencil thing? Nine. <laughs> nine. 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 I wish you would have got the pencil live read deal.
3: The I funny thing why. about pencils... <laughs>
2: I don't know why that fell through. The opportunity was right there. <laughs> and good news. The Senate uh, passed bipartisan legislation. Yes, Hell the yeah. Senate can actually do things. Say what? Bipartisan legislation can actually happen. Oh. They said this is now going to protect same-sex marriages. And uh, also, I think it was broader than that, interracial marriages, too, are enshrined in federal law. can't that was even a thing.
4: Uh,
2: 61 to 36 percent was the vote. And that shows you how far uh, people, the American public has come around on gay marriage. When Barack Obama was running for his first term, he was not in support of legalizing gay marriage in in this country. And now here we are this many years later, and it's enshrined in federal law, not just something that was protected by the Supreme Court. Uh, That's important because... You know, with you see things like Roe versus Wade and everybody, you think you have the right to do stuff, but you don't if it's not actually enshrined in, in federal law like that one is. The city of Dallas is going to look into banning gas-powered lawn equipment. These uh, are usually leaf blowers that they want to get rid of, even though... One of my biggest pet peeves. I have a minor issue with that here, where the <laughs> lawn guy, even moments ago... Was we do have to give
4: him the schedule of the show. Yeah, he's, he, I've done that before. He... Uh, um, didn't seem to listen to it. Shower so. thought, because maybe we'll get the answer on dispatches tomorrow, but what is the point of a leaf blower You're just besides putting oh, it on it someone leaf. else's property?
6: No, they they put it into a pile, and then they rake it up, and they pull t- it That off.
4: is not often what happens. I just see people blowing it into the street, and oh, then the it comes back onto their property. Well, you
6: asked what the purpose was. I didn't say what everybody does. But... <laughs> there he is, lawyering again. <laughs> he just actually knew. Uh,
2: Zip it, eh? Hey. All right, uh, just a couple final ones here. Uh, The Idaho student murder situation police are now saying that they're purposely withholding some of these details, key details, they say, from the public. And it's because they can't
4: even say they have a suspect.
2: No, they're not saying that yet. They haven't officially said there's a suspect, but they did just uh, get four or five vehicles that they took uh, ownership of or they took over so that they could inspect these. That may be something that leads them to this suspect. The case continues to roll on. Twitter is full of porn, which, Courtney, when I was talking about this last night, Courtney's like, there's porn on Twitter? I was like... There's a lot of oh, porn yeah. on Twitter. There's, and you, Reddit. You could you could see um, Orlando trending and you hit the hashtag and it's like thing in Orlando, cool thing in Orlando. Here's what's happening in Orlando. And then bam, all porn. of a sudden, right there in your face. And it's not it's not just porn. It's not new. This has been going on forever with Twitter. But uh, it's also copyright violations galore. I, I don't know how they don't get more trouble for that. Because you do, you put this stuff on YouTube, you're getting strikes on your account. You put it on Facebook, strikes on your account. Over on Twitter, you could post a, a movie chopped up into 8,000 pieces if Thanks, you want Thanks, Elon. To. Uh, all right, that's going to have to do it for today. Let's get the hell out of here. Here we go. Let's do Today I Learn.
0: The following information may make you feel smarter, but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I
2: Learn. It is. Today I Learned for a Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. We're almost in December, friends. Today I Learned, sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. Moses, they stomp you in this no, every they, time no, you're here. and we No, do they don't. T- I'm terrible at this
6: game. You gotta get it. I'm rooting for well, you. Well, for the record, I learned nothing today. from
4: <laughs> well, let's Well, that's. If- oh, yeah, it's not trivia. Yeah,
2: um, you, all you have huh. to do is, is shout out uh, when the question is asked. Right here, ready? Shout anything? Here we go. You got to shout the correct answer. Uh, Moses, okay. have your phone on you, please. Today I learned this lady <laughs> right here, this, Lady Gaga. This lady right here, Gender love is Dolly. Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton is correct. Yes, is in this song. He did it. I knew he could. Dolly Parton <laughs> considered suicide in the 1980s. It was a little dark. Her dog Popeye jumped on her at the time this was going down and distracted her from following through with this. She credits her dog, and then she said. God is spelled dog backwards. Okay. I always thought that might have been the very thing, which a uh, little bit of a stretch there. Today there's a boxer by the name of Jack Johnson. And Jack this, Johnson. This guy, this guy was a very interesting. <laughs> Banana pancakes. Character. Jack Johnson was once pulled over for a $50 speeding ticket and he gave the police officer a $100 bill when the police officer said he couldn't provide any chains. He said, Keep it. I'm going to make the return trip at the same speed. <laughs> scene, Good old days, huh? You know, the crime. That, that was like back in the day. You imagine that? Where you like give a cop money for the That's ticket? Bribing a over. cop. Yeah, that seems like a little ripe for corruption, which it probably is. Today, learn one of the actors on this show. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. It's an older show, 60s. Here's the story. Brady Bunch. That's right. Brady Bunch is correct. Brady Bunch. Robert Reed, the actor who played the dad on the Brady Bunch, was ultimately fired from the series and written out of the final episode. I
4: don't remember that. that. He was in there for a
2: long time. I guess they just said he was a pain in the ass. And in the end, like he was in almost the whole thing. And all of a sudden at the end, they're just like, this guy's gone. They did that on, I think, Seinfeld with some of the parents, too. It's because well, they died. The,
6: yeah. Well, no, no. The original, a different they, guy was in the pilot. Yes. I don't, I don't remember if he died or if he just was unavailable they didn't like him.
2: Yeah, they swapped him out. They swapped him and There's out. a couple of people like that where it's interesting when they're doing a show and somebody's playing a character and they're like, let's just put a new person in there. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was Jerry's dad if I remember yeah. yeah. Let's just see if anybody noticed. And nobody seemed to really What's care. What's so Today, researchers actually studied the brain activity of freestyle rappers to figure out how they improvise lyrics on the fly. And ri- and they found that all of them seemed to have something in common. People who excelled at doing freestyle ADHD? rapping. Uh, no, they did yeah. not have ADHD, unfortunately. But well, I mean, maybe fortunately for them. But they did see the same sort of MRI patterns on everybody who was able to do it, uh, showing that they had something in common. And today, I learned this guy right here. Rod Stewart. That's yes. right. Three for three for Moses. Rod not Stewart. At all had such terrible stage fright during his first concert in America, he hid behind the guitar amplifiers while he was singing. Could you imagine that concert? It <laughs> took a shot of brandy to get him out. <laughs> Decades later, he set a record for playing the largest free rock concert, 3.5 million people in attendance.
4: And now he does concerts on a transparent stool.
2: Yeah, he's... To so uh,
4: make it look like he's uh, standing up. A little rough. Today on this band third eye
1: blind
2: third eye blind is correct yes third eye blind sang the theme song for the movie scooby-doo on zombie island you really need to know that but i just wanted to play this song on the way out so that's what happens thank you so much for listening we do appreciate it we're back tomorrow same time same place coming up next in west palm beach it's the greek zone here in orlando it's the jim colbert show it's all on the way and it's all right here on real radio. No, we're
1: not.